Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. That's right. It's Fox Football Sunday. Kelvin Washington, E from Salam. And, man, we got a lot of great games to get into. Second half of the games. We'll get into the first half and our thoughts on that in just a moment. And coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. E from man, what a first half of games. I mean, there were so <laughs> many games that, that hung in the balance. There are so many games where I think kickers are now updating their LinkedIn page looking for new jobs. Because kickers are definitely, they're the GOATs, and I don't mean the greatest all time uh, today. A lot of teams going to be upset with their kickers. And, and, of course, no more probably than Gonzalez, the kicker for the Browns. This is the second week in a row, brother. We've done this Cleveland! show. And and who's the bigger GOAT right now, everybody? Gonzalez, the kicker who missed two extra kick points as well as a field goal that could have won the game. Or J.R. Smith in Cleveland when he missed when he had that bonehead play game one of the NBA Finals against the Warriors. It's Who's definitely the kicker. I, I you know what's funny? I agree. It's I agree. It's, it's Gonzalez, and this is why, as real athletes, as real football fair, players and professional athletes, we don't consider kickers part of the team. No, y'all cherry pick when you do. No, you no, don't we consider don't, we them don't to, to their Adam Vinatieri and they kick a game winner, then you love them. What you cherry pick when you want to mess with them? So or not. you have to listen. To what I'm saying okay, you're when, right. I, when I say... The floor is yours. Look, you have one job as a kicker, right? And you could say, oh, well, a quarterback has one job. One quarterback has a bunch of jobs. Offensive linemen, they have a bunch of jobs as well. Defensive linemen, every position has multiple jobs, meaning if something happens, you have to change your protection, you have to change your call, you have to change all... You have multiple jobs within the positions of every... Uh, professional football team and every player. The kicker has one job. If the defense shifts as they're getting ready to kick the ball, that doesn't change his job. If someone uh jumps off, that did, nothing changes the kicker's job. You spend all day goofing around in practice, trying to kick balls in the trash cans, trying to hit the upright with the ball. Like this is what happens. As the as the team is practicing, right, and yep. going through drills and two-a-days and dying out there, kickers are goofing around. They go, they, they'll they kick for about 20, 30 minutes of, of practice and the rest of the hour and a half, they're goofing around. So when it comes to the game, and we've done everything we had to do as an offense to get you in position to kick a field goal and you miss, you have one job. And that's why we don't consider them part of the team. I get that, I, and I think most people would agree with that. Um, I do think there is an element of when they have pressure kicks and they make them and you guys win Super Bowls or you win big playoff games, 
you know, they're celebrated too. So I think I think there is an element of where you got to give them a little credit. But however, kickers were not great today. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, we want to have Chris Conley join us. He's a Chiefs wide receiver and a big, big day for the Chiefs offensively speaking. I mean, the hits keep rolling. Patrick Mahomes is just dropping dimes all over the place. Chris, man, let's talk about it right there. What is it? How dynamic is this young guy? Did you guys see this coming out of training camp? Uh, you know, I think we saw some of it coming, but uh, he surprised all of us. And so he just continues to grow and get better. And the vision that this kid has is is unprecedented. He can see the field. He knows where to go and what's in different situations and where to place the ball. Uh, and he's just done a really good job of that. And so we're, we're proud of him. And uh, I think he's just going to continue to get better. Now, he's not considered a rookie because he was able to be there and learn under Alex Smith. Now he's taking control. Just talk to us about how much he means as a leader of that offense to you guys. Uh, you know, he's he's growing into that role, and every day he's getting better at it. Uh, you know, we're, we're extremely, extremely proud to have him, and, and I think he, he just doesn't take things, you know, with too much pressure. It doesn't really matter what's going on in the game, whether he just, you know, threw a big touchdown or whether the offense went three and out. He'll come over to the sideline, we'll make adjustments, he'll come back out in the huddle and say, hey, guys, this is it one play at a time, and he really embodies that, uh, and I think it's evident when you see him play. What was that transition like? And Chris Conley's joining us again, Chiefs wide receiver, had himself a day, a couple of catches and a touchdown as well. Uh, what was that transition like when, when guys were coming into camp and they're like, all right, we had Alex Smith who had been steady throughout the league, he's, you know, a big-time veteran, and now we're going to these young guys. Were guys a bit nervous, or was it saying, all right, we'll trust, we'll trust our GM and Andy Reid and move forward? No, nah, I think there's a system of trust that's just in place in Kansas City. Uh, and we're ready to play and ready to roll with anyone that we got. Uh, and I think that was really what, what the mindset was in the locker room, that we were going to give this time, kid time to grow and develop. And I think he just surprised us with how fast he's done it uh, and how consistently he's done it. And we're hoping that he continues to come in humble and, and work. And, you know, this team, I think the sky's the limit. But uh, I don't think we were really expecting it. Uh, but we were trusting trusting the process. How good can you guys be? I know it's been two uh, two games. It's early in the season. But the way you guys are clicking, the way the offense is able to move the ball and put up uh, points in bunches, how good, in your opinion, can you guys be? I think there's weapons everywhere. Uh, I think there's just weapons all across the field. And when, when guys come in and they're determined to work and get better, regardless of what the game, the score was last week, I think that's a dangerous thing. Uh, you know, you have a quarterback who's not afraid to spread the ball around and weapons and coaches who are, who are really pushing us, pushing us every time we come in on a Tuesday or a Wednesday to, you know, take things up a notch, fix errors, and, uh, and just be a different team the next week. And I think, that's, I think that's dangerous. You know, I'm looking at some of these stats here from Patrick Mahomes. It says he set the three-game touchdown passing mark, uh, becoming the first player in NFL history to throw t- 10 touchdown passes in his first three games. Uh, but he has what helps is throwing to these weapons, and, and you guys are loaded. Please, how fast? Helter, Tariq Hill, how fast is he? Is he like a – does he run a 3.7 in the 40? Because I don't think he's in the fours. I think he's in the threes. Like, how fast is he in real life and seeing him in practice? He, he really might be in the, in the, you know, in the threes, man. Uh, he's just – he's got blazing speed. And uh, I, don't, I don't think you can just talk about it. It's something you got to see to believe. Uh, when you see it physically happen in front of you, uh, then you know, then you know, and then you respect it. Uh, but uh, 
you know, he's not only that, he's just, a, he's just become a complete receiver. He can run all the routes. He can catch the ball all over the field. So it's not just his speed that you got to worry about. Hey, you guys weren't given a lot of credit coming into this season, especially in that division. Uh, what do you feel the, the type of statement you're making to not only the league, but that division that you guys are here and you guys are here to stay? Uh, you know, I think one of the things that this team is really about is we don't want to be, we don't necessarily want to be liked, uh, but definitely we need to be respected. Uh, you know, it's, we don't need to be favorited in any game. We don't need people singing our praises. We're just going to come in. We're going to work. Uh, and then we're just going to go play. That's just what we want to do. We just want to go play. We have a singular mission, a singular mindset, and, and these guys are really pushing towards it. Well, hey, we appreciate you joining us, Chris, and congrats on the victory. And you guys, I'm telling you, man, the NFL has taken notice of, of your, your quarterback, your offense, and I think they're scared. But thank you and good luck next week. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Yeah, that offense. I oh mean, God, I remember I was watching the, the first half, and I'm just sitting there, especially the first quarter. I think they scored four touchdowns in the first quarter, and I'm sitting there like, is this a video game? Man, I'll I mean, tell you Patrick what. Mahomes, and, 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 and he's really – he doesn't look nervous. The moment doesn't look too big. I mean, you're going up against Big Ben and the Steelers, and you know you could who had a day, who had a day, and, and and credit the Steelers for coming back and making a game of it. But I'm telling you, man, that offense. Where do you want to go? I mean, it's like a Tupac song. How do you want it? Do you want us to run it with Kareem Hunt? We'll do it. Do you want us to pass with Hill and Kelsey and these other guys? I mean, how do you want it? And do you want it to go deep? Because Mahomes, I mean, he can on his knees, he probably can throw it 80 yards. Patrick so. Mahomes is the real deal. He is. And, and I remember when Alex Smith was gone, and you're like, oh, I mean, they, they gave the keys to him a little early, it seems. The buzz was so big when they drafted him last year. They were looking for a reason to take Alex Smith out of the lineup and insert this young man. But Alex Smith had a terrific year in leading the Chiefs last year. Now I see why they were, I don't want to say hoping Alex you know, faltered, but I can understand why there was such a buzz to put him in the game. This this man is electric. He threw the ball only 28 times. He was 23 for 28 mm. for six touchdowns. <laughs> he has 10 through two games already. Ben, Big Ben on the other sideline threw the ball 60 times for three touchdowns. And they're weapons all over Pittsburgh. It's absolutely remarkable. And again, you know what? We got to throw. So, oh, hold on. Is it a punt return for the Rams? Tackled at about the twelve. Uh, Rams up right now, eleven nothing on the Cardinals. But it's a credit to to me to to Andy Reid. And you know, one thing in life, in any, I don't care any walk of life, when you have had success and you you know you've done things your way, you have a tendency to kind of never change. You know, like this is the way I've done it. This is the way that works. And you got to credit Andy Reid. I mean, no matter where he's been, no matter who's been the quarterback, I don't care if it's from Donovan McNabb all those years to Michael Vick to to uh, even uh, Cobb. You know, Cobb or not? It was it. Uh, what was his name? That uh, was it. Cobb. Remember? Oh, you remember the quarterback after Michael Vick? Uh, Matt Flynn. Matt. Not, no, not Matt no, no, Schott. No, 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 no. This not is in, in Philly. Atlanta, in, in Philly. Philly. Yeah, Kevin Cobb. Cobb. It yeah. was Kevin Cobb. He all of a sudden was good. And Nick Foles. Like, doesn't matter the quarterback. Doesn't matter the team. Andy Reid is able to have success with his offense. And look, he made Alex Smith a steady, you know, steady quarterback in this league. So credit him and what he's able to do with these these teams right now. Uh, again, Rams looking to score right now inside the red zone on the Cardinals. And you got to give some love to the Jags, who are up fourteen nothing on New England. Tom Brady, who? It's hot out there. Patriots can't play in the heat, man. I'm telling you, it's, I've played in Jacksonville. I've been on Jacksonville. 
And if you're not ready for that type of heat late in 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 the the, the summer, early fall, then it is going to jump on you. It's hot. It's muggy. It's humid. And it drains you as a player. You got you're out there. I mean, there. it's the first it's first quarter. It in a doesn't few minutes. matter. It, I'm telling you, you get out there and you come out of that tunnel and that stuff hits you in your face it's just like, like a sweater. In, just like in Green Bay at the end of the season towards in in December January when you walk out of that tunnel and that cold gets you all up on your lips and in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you, it changes your whole mentality. So as a player, when it's hot and it's humid. You come out and you're like, man, I don't want to burn myself out. You got to try to conserve something because, you number one, you don't want to cramp up. And I know people are like, well, you're professional athletes. You shouldn't have to worry about You worry about that. As players, we're calculated. We know all of that. And you're in New England, and it, it's nice, and it's autumn up there, and it's you know, 68 degrees during practice. And you come out here, so it's like 102 degrees out there. Yeah, I guess I guess you have a good point. It's like you already got the jersey on. Now you have an extra sweater on. I'm, it's, I'm telling there. you, man, I feel like a, a giraffe is in your in your jersey with you. Jags are punting right now. Again, four, up 14 nothing on the Patriots with uh, 11 minutes to go. And the first half, we'll give you some more updates. We'll get into the games from the first half of the day. Uh, some games that really had some crazy, crazy endings. We'll tell you all about them next. It's Fox Sports Radio. I see what you're doing there. Patrick Mahomes, how do you want it? I'm telling you that Kansas City Chiefs offense, man, however you want it, just like Tupac and uh, Jodeci. Was, I guess it was KC and JoJo. Technically, it wasn't Jodeci yeah, on the song, right? Yeah, was, yeah. Even though they were a part of Jodeci. They were. Maybe that was like a, an early premonition, like we're about to break up. They gave us a little clue right then and there. <laughs> They're about to break up Ephraim. Fox Football Sunday with your boys, Kelvin Washington, Ephraim Salam. We appreciate you hanging out with us until 5 on the West, 8 on the East. And, of course, uh, we got some guests coming up in a little bit to help us break down the games that we saw. Excited about that. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. And uh, one of the better games, we had a bunch of great games early on, Ephraim, as uh, 49ers up 13-7 on the Lions, you got the Jacks still up 14-0 on the Patriots. And uh close one there with the Oakland Raiders and the Broncos and 11-0 Raider, uh, Rams over the Cardinals. Uh, 29-29, we get another tie. Yeah. We get another tie. Okay, yeah, is this yeah, a yeah. win? Last week you said the no, Browns. No, this is a was, loss. This is a loss. So wins and losses and ties by Ephraim Salam. Go, explain this. If you haven't won a game, in almost two years, or won one game in two years, and you come out and you tie a game, that's a win. Okay, all right. If you have Super Bowl aspirations at the beginning of the year, a tie is a loss. Vikings and Green Bay have Super Bowl aspirations. The fact that they couldn't get it together and and, and win this, and when I'm looking at this, the both quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, uh, threw the ball 48 times, had over 400 yards, four touchdowns. You look at Aaron Rodgers, threw the ball 42 times, 281 yards, one touchdown. But what I'm looking at from both teams is the inability to actually run the football. Neither team cracked 100 yards rushing, and when you have a tight game like this, then the equalizer is normally the person who can run the ball. And when you have your quarterback throwing the ball 48 and 42 times, respectively, then something is askew there. Well, the one thing, if I could say for the Packers, is they don't have a running back. They have wide receivers Who's playing running back. Whose fault is that? Well, that, and that's been my point. I had this argument yesterday with Steve Hartman that 
Aaron Rodgers has never really been loaded. And, and, you know, like right now, we're looking at this screen here. You got Jared Goff. He's loaded. He's got receivers all over the place. He's got a couple of tight ends. He's got Todd Gurley in the backfield. He's even got a couple other running backs. Uh, and that's never really been the case for majority of Aaron Rodgers' tenure with the Packers. So if he could ever get a running back, I mean, what would he do even with the – give him Dalvin Cook. I know he didn't have a great game today, but hey, give Aaron Rodgers a Dalvin Cook and let's see what he can cook up with Look, that. Look, Green Bay has uh, first-round draft picks just like everybody else. If you decide that you don't want to take a dynamic runner in the first round, then you get what you get. No, I'm not. I'm with you on that. I'm saying that's why it's been – uh, a massive misuse of Aaron Rodgers' talent so far and, and a waste. 29-29 tied the Vikings, but it's how they got there. We got to break down, man. Big fourth quarter for the Vikings, able to get back in that game. They scored 22 points in the fourth quarter, Ephraim. But when it comes down to kicking, that always is the case. Uh, today, at least it seemed, was uh, the big worry, the big scare for a lot of these teams. And they had a chance to win it, and they missed. Uh, their kicker was 0-3 for 3 today on field goals, Daniel Carlson. Uh, even had a chance. He had even had a couple of chances in the overtime. He had one to give them a lead, a three-point lead, and then he had one to win it with four seconds left. They basically ran out the clock to say either we're winning it or we're tying, and they ended up with a tie. By the way, touchdown right now, Todd Gurley for the Rams, putting them up 16 to nothing. That's his sex t- second touchdown of the day. And I guess, what was that day? It's like a heart attack yeah. celebration? <laughs> was that little Fred Sanford? Was yeah, little Fred Sanford. He, Fred don't know Sanford. he wasn't even alive. He really Chris. does. Somebody, his, his <laughs> uncle used to show him that. But let me show you Fred Sanford. <laughs> you don't know nothing about no you're gonna, comedy. You're going to get these reruns. It's comedy right here. But uh, touchdown for the Rams. And this is going to be easy for them. It should be an easy victory for them. I mean, that's, have we talked about how bad the Cardinals are? Oh, they're pretty how they may be the worst team in all of football? No, 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 no. There's someone uh, called the Buffalo Bills out there as well. But you know what? No, I disagree. Uh, undo that ding. No, undo the ding. You can't like, take a ding back. Take the ding. Thank you can't you. take a ding he back. He just took it back. See, rewind, oh, wow. rewind, select them. Take the ding back because I'm, at least if you're the Bills today, you saw Josh Allen, and I think you went, okay, we got something. Yes, this might not be a great year, statistically, record-wise, but we got something. With the Cardinals, what, what, what do you have? What aspiration? What's inspirational about the Cardinals, Ephraim? They got Josh Rosen waiting to go. So well, that's at all. some point, but we haven't seen him. And obviously, yes, he's going to be a best option. But I've already seen Josh Allen today, and I've seen he was mobile. I've seen he made some big throws. And so I went, okay, Josh Allen looks like he's got a little something, something. So at least he, the Bills. He does can, have and, a little something. And you got LaShawn McCoy, who had a nice day. Man, the Cardinals, I, I don't know what they have. It's a bad team right now. Uh, and they're losing badly right now, 19 nothing to the Rams. Uh, six, they had Larry Fitzgerald, okay? Larry Fitz old. Still doing it, man. He's still doing it, and I love him. He's a Hall of Famer Famer for sure. He is definitely a Hall of Famer. I'm not knocking him, but, I mean, you you don't have him much longer. This may be his last year. I think it is. Does he want to grow with Josh Rosen? No. The only thing I'd see him do is if he said, hey, man, you know, kind of do this. more bigger. It's more prevalent in the NBA where you kind of say, hey, I'm going to go, uh, you know, give it a year or so with a team that is on the cusp of a Super Bowl. You don't see that too much in the NFL, but you see that in the NBA a lot. But I could see him doing that, maybe going to join a team that's right there. Um, 6 nothing, Raiders up on the Broncos as they are about midfield right now. Uh, you guys are all excited in there with, about your Raiders but right now, but they're uh, having a tough time scoring. And remember, the Raiders, it's funny how we've gotten here where we're almost at uh, halftime and they only had six points. And this was supposed to be the sexy pick to win the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Remember that? Yeah, everybody was all in. Then last year happened. 
and then now this year is happening. And now you got John Gruden, and and I, I guess gave them, I showed him some love yesterday because I said, despite the loss to the Rams, you know, I, I was impressed with the way that they came out, the way that they were prepared to play, uh, the way that they they fought hard. Obviously, the Rams are the better teams who expected them to win. But they came out there, they fought hard, they played hard, and now John Gruden looked like he had his team ready. So I gave him a lot of love yesterday. Right now, man, I don't know if the Broncos' defense is this good, but only holding you six points near halftime. Um, but going back to that game, though, with, with Aaron Rodgers and uh, the Packers and the Vikings, with the tie right now, and you said you got to be a little disappointed because those teams have Super Bowl aspirations, and I get that. But I think with the Packers, man, if you walk away from that and the scare that you had – with Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers being carted off, mm-hmm. and you thought maybe this could be season ending, if not maybe you know out half the season, he comes back, brings that team back in an amazing fashion. They win, and he had a chance. He got them right there, 31 seconds left in the fourth quarter. He got them in position to kick a game-winning 52-yard field goal. Crosby misses it, but he did what he was supposed to do. I do think you can be the Packers and say, all right, you know what? We're 1-0-1. And we're okay and we're happy with that because Aaron Rodgers is still upright. Well, like I said, I don't think it's happiness in that locker room because they know how close they were to winning that game and they should have won that game. Uh, Especially when you're at home, you want to take care of your home field and they weren't able to do that. Shout out to Minnesota for storming back and and scoring 22, 22 points in the fourth quarter. So as a coach, if I'm Green Bay's coach, I'm looking like, how do we give up 22 points in the fourth quarter? That's the thing. As good as Aaron Rodgers is and was, the thing that's bothering and scaring me as a coach is the fact that we gave up 22 points in the fourth quarter. Well, they, they, um, they ended the game, at least we thought when you were watching it, when Clay Matthews gets that sack, uh, I'm well, not a sack, but he he hits mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, and the ball goes up in the air, and it's an interception. You think, okay, cool, Green Bay's gonna be able to run the clock out. This game's over. Up, oh, wait, roughing the passer, and that was a sketchy call. That as was well. a very sketchy call. As and today, at least, was a day where we didn't have flags all over the place. There wasn't a lot of laundry. You didn't feel like a lot of these teams were, you know, kind of screwed over by the refs. But however. However, you had that that call there, and again, if you're the Packers, that has to be disappointing because you get that interception, you run the clock out, you win that game. But as you mentioned, uh, credit the Vikings for storming back and coming in some amazing passes from Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, Kirk. Now you like that, right? You like <laughs> I did do, like that. You I like, like that? Couple, I did like a couple of those passes in the fourth quarter, especially uh, the touchdown pass uh, to Thielen, and then all of a sudden like uh, the one he threw uh, the two yard. They had to get the two point conversion. And he threw that amazing fade back corner to uh to Dix. Stephon Dix. That crazy, was crazy, man. Nice. That was I mean, it was just it was all around, you know, electric and dynamic passing from both quarterbacks. That was a very entertaining game. I'm letting you know, Minnesota needs to feature Dalvin Cook more. Handing him the ball ten times, not going to do anything for you. I think they want to. I think they maybe got down a little bit too much, and they thought maybe they'd be in a situation with Aaron Rodgers where it could potentially become a shootout. So uh, maybe that had something to do with it. Hey, ten seconds left. Uh, the Lions are about the seven-yard line of the 49ers. That's third and two right now. The Lions trying to score here. And the Lions, I mean, you weren't you weren't on with me yesterday, man. I I gave up on the Lions. No, you can't do that. Can't give up. I'm almost 40 years old, man. You in? You in? No, I'm out. You in? You've been how long been do four, I have to suffer? You've been four decades, man. You got to hold on. You got to hold I'm on out. to the rope, man. No, if, if you were in a relationship 
with the woman and it wasn't going well that long, you would leave. After 40 years, you in, baby. Yeah, it ain't, okay. There's no leaving. Right, after 40 it's years. Over, after 40 years, you, you leave over. after four. If it's not going your way and you're in a relationship, hell, after two years in a bad relationship, you break one, you, you got to go. You've been in there for 40 years and you talking about you leaving. Yeah, right. I'm out. No. I am a part. I have been christened. Can't do it. I've been out. christened a part of the Ramley. The Los Angeles Rams, since living in L.A. Ephraim, I have a daughter who was born two years ago almost, mm-hmm. and I have another one that will be born in about a month or so, yep. which means I have children who only know Los Angeles, not Michigan, and I am doing this for my family. That's fine. They we are, are moving on. We are adopting the Ramley. We're part of the Ramley. The, uh, the, the, the little cheerleader skirts for the, for the Lions, even though they don't have cheerleaders. They don't have cheerleaders. Um, well, that's another thing. That's just weird, but okay. You know The reason why they, they, they say it, it initially was because uh, we don't have enough space between the the back of the the wall that gets you to the fans, and then the end zone. That was the reason they gave. Mama Ford didn't like it. Mama so Ford didn't want all that gyrating. She didn't want. She didn't want all that chilling. gyrating and twerking. She wanted no parts of that. She didn't want it, so they don't have them. I, and guess, I, and guess when what? I got I there, want. I was like, "Where are the cheerleaders?" They was like, "Oh, we don't have cheerleaders." I said, oh. First of all, I didn't even know why you were looking for the cheerleaders. I just, you know, I like to see what Detroit has to offer. Okay, I mean, well, we, you know, well, what, if, we only, going if we on? knew each other, then I would have told you to call me. I could, I could have, could have, I could have hooked you up. Oh, it was so bad! It's so bad out there, man. It, it, whoa, don't disrespect. And I stayed me. out there. I, I mean, you it. matter of fact, disrespect Detroit. I'm over it. Disrespect I, no, Detroit. No, you just, you just took up for no, it. No, I didn't. So Oops, that, that was an accident. That further lets me know you're still all in. Speaking of this one city, I used to know. Uh, they got a field goal. It's 13, 10, three seconds left. Uh, they are down three to the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G trying to bounce back from what was an a, a game last week that was there were flashes where you said okay. I see the hype around Jimmy G, and then there were moments where you went, maybe we needed to pump the brakes and and and, and kind of slow down uh, with Jimmy G. So uh, not a not a not a horrible game. I don't think it was horrible last week. A couple of those plays, uh, some guys missed some plays for him, and then an interception that weren't on him. But uh, right now they are up 13-10 on the Lions, who had just an uh, awful, awful, awful game. And matter of fact, you and I didn't do the show. Obviously, we do Sundays, and that game was on Monday. The the Lions going up against the Jets and making. Uh, Sam Donald looked like Amazing. Joe Namath times two. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? But give me that after we talk to David Gascon and give the update. Guys, we got a lot of things going on right now in the NFL. Jaguars and Patriots from Jacksonville. Dropping again is Bortles. Fires it toward the left corner of the end zone. There's Keelan Cole in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown! Bortles to Cole for the score, and the Jags have extended the lead. Yeah, it was 14-0, and now it's 14-3. Bortles in the ballgame, 12-15, 146 yards passing and two TDs. Goat! Broncos offense is doing absolutely nothing against the Raiders. 6-0 Raiders in this thing. Derek Carr, 15-16 at 125 yards. He was sacked once by Von Miller. 49ers on top of the Lions, 13-10. And at the half, Todd Gurley's got a couple TDs, 65 total yards. Rams on top of the Cardinals, 19 to nothing. Guys, I don't know if you've ever heard something like this before, but according to multiple outlets, Vontae Davis of the Buffalo Bills walked out on the team at the half. They were down 28 nothing to the L.A. Chargers. Davis got out of his uniform, put on his street clothes, and just said, peace out. 86, oh. the entire organization just wow. walked out and quit. So, uh, obviously, the coaching staff didn't acknowledge anything with Davis, but he is uh, – done yeah we're gonna we're definitely gonna get to that top of the hour so uh david we appreciate it man um and and, and yeah that's i definitely will get your thoughts on that because I, I mean you played 15 years you had to have seen something heard something or heard some rumors of things like that happening so i definitely want to top of the hour here from you from on that um 
Quickly, I wanted to get your thoughts again, going back to Monday night and what the Lions did. Was that a, a couple of things? Your thought, man, that was an amazing pass there by Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, to uh, to tie the game up. Um, we'll get them down two against the Packers. But was that Lions against the, the Jets? Was that Sam Darnold kind of in the Jets being good? Was that bad, horrible Lions? And, and was that a, attributed to Matt Patricia not getting the, the Lions ready to play? Well, you got to remember – you know, how that started with the pick six. Yes. Uh, so it was like, oh, okay, Detroit has arrived. It's, it's time to make it happen. And then, you know, the wheels fell off. But I, I think Sam Darnold took a, a big step in that game because it's not about the bad play. It's about the plays after that. And we saw after that he was able to continue – to work through it, he was able to continue to put up good numbers and survive that catastrophic first play of his NFL career. And on the flip side, Detroit, they just came out empty, man. They came out empty. It just didn't make any sense to me. And Detroit is in a situation where they're, number one, they'd have no running backs. They have the deepest running back backfield. Right. And they can't seem to muster and, and up any like yards. That. It's been like that for years, to be honest with you. I mean, they've had guys where you go, oh, there's some talent there. There's some skill. You'll deal with Reddick and then uh, um, a couple Blunt. of backs. Blunt, and then you're like, oh, that they can't get anything done. Abdullah, Amir Abdullah. They even got guys the on the practice squad. They have uh, Darnell Pumphrey, who led the NCAA in rushing two years ago, uh, an all-time NCAA rusher on the practice squad. So they have running backs. Their inability to run it's something that baffles me, but that's what happens when you bring a defensive-minded head coach in and you struggle on offense. Well, they, they struggle is really almost at this point an understatement. Is that a Marshawn Lynch touchdown for the Raiders? I didn't hear you guys scream over there in the producer studio. You guys are trying to hold it in no, right we now? we did the, the handshake like Marshawn does when oh, he you, scores. That's what it was. Like handshake. Hey, touchdown for the Raiders. Marshawn Lynch goes in, and after this uh, ensuing extra point, which uh, you can't. I was just uh, gonna say you can't assume it's gonna be good. And it's it is not. not. Uh, I don't know if it would look like it may have been tipped. Uh, so right now the game stays as twelve to nothing. Raiders over the Broncos. Thirty-five seconds left in the first half, and the Broncos can't get anything going. Blake Bortles driving right now uh, on the the Patriots. Nice pass there to Cole. Cole's having a great game. I know Mark Willard, who was just on, was saying that he didn't start him. He might have wanted to start him because he already has a few receptions and a touchdown as well. Uh, but fourteen to three, the Jags are up on the Patriots, and the Patriots can't get anything done. They cannot get this offense going. And can't you know what the best part about this, Ephraim, is going to be? I don't care if they win by fifty or if they win by one. We get to hear more Jalen Ramsey talking smack <laughs> about how good or how not good these guys are, and how and how Rob Gronkowski is. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, weather plays a big part, especially early in the season. Your body's not This is not a championship playing. caliber team with the Patriots. I, I don't want to hear it. I get it. This is the, probably the least talent they've had on both sides of the ball in I don't know how long. So it, it, it'll eventually show itself. You you can't hide not having the, the talent that you need. Tom Brady can only make up for so many holes in your system. Who do they have outside? They don't have any running backs. They don't have any receivers. 
They have, they have White, they, they have, have Hogan, they, they have uh, no, uh, Dorsett. No, none of those guys no, would no, start on no, any other you're team. You're right. Nah, you're right. None of those guys would start on any other team. Hey, real quick, Marshawn Lynch is going back to the tunnel. I don't know. Uh, again, 35 five seconds left. He does that all the time, Robert told me, so no real worry there. I don't know if he's going to get an early pack of Skittles or what, but that could be it. Uh, making sure nobody touch my Skittles, bro. Leave my Skittles alone, bro. It's all about the rainbow, bro. It is all about the rainbow. What was your what was your pregame like? What did you do? Like, what was your thing during the game? Did you eat certain things? Did you I have don't to? know. No, I, I wasn't. Because the way real... I see you, Smash, we had this conversation yesterday. Yeah. All the jocks, nobody really, all the personalities here, nobody really eats. I, eat. I was making fun of him. Except Willard does eat a lot. Yeah. You you eat. You yeah, I sure. eat. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a human being. I, I need to uh, I need to fuel my body so I can give the people what they want. So far couple of weeks in a row it's been the same thing by the way yeah is I that, just, just kind of the go-to that's what i get the, the brunch combo uh no meat potatoes from cheesecake factory that's just what it is it'll be yeah. like that the entire season so now i know so i need to just kind of text you and say yo get me the same thing days that i'm hungry no you gotta get it yourself <laughs> you gotta get yourself player and, it's and, across the street oh oh but did you go pick yours up well i did what I do is I order wait, 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 it. When wait, I, wait. But listen, listen. Okay. What I do is I order it from the road when I'm driving in. Yeah. Stop by, pick it up, and then come to the studio. Did you do that today? I couldn't do it today. Okay. They didn't answer the phone or okay. they had me on hold the whole ride from my house. So when I went in there, I ordered it. It was like 1 30. Mm-hmm. I'm usually over here eating by then. I ordered it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I look at the clock. It's. 155, as you know, we're live on air at 2 2 p.m. I was nervous. I don't ever be nervous. I'll never be late. Okay. Uh, and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta go. So at 155, I left across the street, came in here, parked, came in, got on air, and had my guy go pick it up for now, me. Now wait, I need all the answers in the world. Cheesecake Factory is about what? 50 yards away? You don't just park here if and that, walk over? If that, no. If that. No, because I'm already I'm I'm in the car. I'm coming from my house. So I'm why in the car. would you park? It's almost more difficult to find a way to park in there, and it's huge. By the way, for those listening, I don't it's park a mall. in there. It's a loading zone right out here in front. See there, I knew something illegal was going on. Not <laughs> illegal. Something. It's a loading zone. I'm going to load my food into the car. Loading your loading your stomach does not loading your stomach does not count for loading. Hey man, yes it does. I'm loading up. I'm so done with you right now. I'm loading up. 12 nothing. the Raiders are up again on the Broncos. Broncos are on the move right now uh, about their 40-yard line. And again, the Rams, Cardinals, that, this game's going to get out of line. It's, it's how bad are they going to lose is really the question. 19 nothing right now. you got uh, pretty much the whole second half of that game going. And uh, in about five minutes or so, we're going to have Rondé Barber join us. Looking forward to that, hearing from Rondé. Rondé, I think, will be a Hall of Famer. Anybody got any issues with that? Anybody disagree with me? No. If you want to crown him, then crown him. He's going to uh, help us break down some. Of course, he's familiar with the uh, the Buccaneers where he spent his career. And help us talk about, do you still believe? Do you still believe in Fitz Magic? Yes. I picked him to win. That almost Fitz sounded like Fitz Magic. I did. It really did. Wait, it is? Okay. Wait. Listen to it one more time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, somebody made this? Oh, you know I got this. That's next, Fox Sports Radio. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. 
Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington with you. Fox Football Sunday, Ephraim, man, we had a bunch of great games in the first half of the day. Yes, we did. Oh, for sure, and uh, we've covered some. We'll cover some more right now, though. want to go and talk about the uh, Jags-Patriots. Uh, we'll do that in just a little bit. We got Rondé? All right, Rondé Barber is joining us right now. My man. And, and I'm exci- What's up, man? What's, What's going happening? on? Rondé, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about uh, – Go ahead and hit that with me again. The Fitz Magic. I want to hear. We got the Fitz Magic. Listen to this. We got. And to be clear, Rondé, that was not its magic. That was Fitz Magic. Just to make sure you knew. Fantastic. A great game. If you were, if everybody was able to watch that, you were on the call. Twenty-seven, twenty-one. The Buccaneers get the win over the Eagles. But most importantly, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitz Magic. 27 for 33, 402 yards, four touchdowns, only one pick. Couple of games now. What is that, eight touchdowns? I mean, talk about what this guy is able to do, how this team is scoring points, and how Jameis Winston might be looking for a new job. (laughs) I don't know about that yet. (laughs) And you'll you'll note, guys, I don't know if you got to see it, but his interception was uh, O.J. Howard in the hands. He he bumbled it up and tossed it to the DP, basically. So it really wasn't his fault. But. But I gotta tell you, man, I, I, I have this mantra. Like, and this was when I was playing. My coaches used to tell me this. Mike T used to say this all the time. Is it? Is it, are you hot or is this your game? And right now, I think it's more than him being hot. I think this is who he is as a quarterback right now for this offense. And to be honest with you, I did their preseason, so I was very privy to what was going on to the, for, on this football team on offense. And I saw this in the preseason. It, I mean, it wasn't just Fitz. James had a good preseason. Ryan Griffin, their backup, had a good preseason. I think it's just a accumulation of like all these these things coming together, and it's like it's gelling at the right time with all that talent at wide receiver, um, you know, all that talent at tight end, and their new play caller Todd Munkin, uh, who took over for Dirk Cutter this this year, is just having has this aggressive approach, and it's this quarterback. He's he's so on schedule. He's so uh, uh, cautious with the football, but if you give him the right look, and this is what he's good at, if you give him the right look, he, he takes it and he trusts his receivers, and they're just and they're balling, man. It's fun to watch him right now. Rhonda, you know what? You know if they go and beat the Steelers next week, Oof, who James, lost today, right? <laughs> yes, Jameis Winston is not getting that job back. Not right yeah, now. Yeah, I tell you. Come on, I asked, if, I, if you're look, a head coach and you, can you take the guy out? Who's yeah. literally breathed life into a fledgling body? Yeah, you can't yeah. take him out. Yeah, look, this is this is all I'll say. I, I asked these guys in the preseason, uh, kind of put them on the spot and ask them, you know, what's what's the plan? Um, and Jameis, don't don't get it wrong. Jameis had a great preseason as well. I mean, he looks he's still young, but he looks like he's taking that next step. But I don't see how you don't play the hot hand at this point. They got a bye week after that week four game. Uh, they're going to be coming off a short week after playing Pittsburgh on Monday night and then go to Chicago. If they're going to make a decision, I, I, it, it, assuming Fitz doesn't, you know, re, you know, you know, regress and go back to the, <laughs> the, the intercepting guy. The other guy. Another, yeah, if he has another hot game, another good game, I don't, I don't see any way that he doesn't start week four. And then you push that decision off during the bye week. Jameis will actually get some time, two weeks uh, leading up to their next game to see if he, if see if they're going to, Put, put him in the starting lineup at that point, but I, I got to imagine even now two and two and zero, oh, and even if they lose next week, they're two and one. You know, the returns are already great. Nobody people were saying this team was zero and three, hardest start in in the league in football. But now they put up eight hundred yards of passing offense, eight touchdowns uh, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I I'm kind of with you. I'm, I, I, it, it's hard to argue 
with what you're selling. You know, Rondé, again, Rondé Barber was on the call with uh, his brother Tiki and Kenny Albert, and we're talking about this game, Bucks beating on the Eagles 27-21. Rondé, when you were playing with the Bucks, and by the way, like, I, that was, you guys were one of my favorite teams of all time. I mean, you guys were loaded on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. And we've seen over the last decade or so teams like that Buck team and you got the Steelers and teams where we're used to seeing them kind of be defensive-minded teams all of a sudden becoming offensive. Uh, yeah. Talk about kind of just that transition in the NFL as a whole where teams yeah. that we're used to seeing be locked down defensive teams, well, it's not the case. Well, I think you you guys will agree. It's, it's It was a quarterback-centric league before. Now it's even more so. So you you can't win a league without that position. So you draft a, a quarterback. If you if you don't surround him with talent, then you're fooling yourself. It doesn't matter how good he is. What, what they've done is they've drafted receivers, Mike Evans. They drafted Chris Godwin last year, who's – kind of showing out, they go out in free agency, get Deshaun Jackson, draft O.J. Howard last year to be a receiving tight end type guy. And so you're saying, I'm putting all these pieces in place for my quarterback. Now, at the expense of your defense, yeah, but in this league, you've got to score points to win. I, mean, I, I, I know it's like you know, the whole cliche, defense wins championships, but in reality, anymore, with the way the rules have changed, the way offenses are, are, are functioning, you've got to be able to air it out and score points, and that's, and that's what they've done. They surrounded their quarterback with talent, and that's the strength of their team. There's no question that the strongest part of this Bucks offense is their wide receivers. They might have one of the best groups in, in the league right now. Fitzmagic is on pace to throw for 13,000 yards this season. <laughs> well, he's the first quarterback in NFL history. He, he did something today. Uh, to start the season, two 400-yard games for a touchdown. Nobody in the history of the NFL has done that. Ron, Ron so. I got I to cut you off there, man. We got a break in 10 seconds. But thank you, man, for Thanks, joining Ron us. Yep. We appreciate it. And offense yep. is insane. Hey, would you ever just retire at halftime on your team during a game? No. Would you ever do that? Somebody did that. We'll tell you who did it next. Fox Football Sunday from Salam Kelvin, Washington. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Football uh, Sunday. Kelvin Washington, Ephraim Salam, and we got some uh, games, some scores to give you right now. Another touchdown for the Rams, Ephraim. It's getting out of line. 27 nothing Rams over the Cardinals. And, I mean, is there a skunk at some point? Is there just like we throw no. in the throw in the damn tie? Like, is there that? You, no, you know, no mercy rules in football. No mercy. Hey, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And uh, we'll give you – oh, Broncos just scored a touchdown finally. My goodness. Uh, Patrick catches a touchdown from Case Keenum, and uh, they're waiting on the extra points. So right now, 12-6, the Raiders are up on the Broncos. you got 9.43 left in the third quarter there. And uh, if you just hopped in your car or just got on your uh, your app, your iHeartRadio app, and you're listening, 21-3, to the Jags are beating the New England Patriots, and they have the ball, and they're moving. And our intern will – who was all excited when we first? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, man. Hey, he doesn't it's even want to make quiet back there. He doesn't right even want to make eye contact. No with eye contact. You all right, man? Everything good? Hello, darkness, my old Now here's the thing. Will Will should be okay. He should be feeling a bit okay and optimistic because he's Tom seen Brady's this done before. This. Yeah, you've seen this before. In fact, you saw it last year in the AFC Championship game. So you should be okay. You should but I tell you what, it's hot out there. Okay, you got one more time, Ephraim. I'm look, look the at the heat. people. Look, the people are in the oh, pool. Oh, they're in a, a pool. They just showed the you know fans. What? You know what? In the pool I have in Jacksonville. A, I have a new favorite team. No, no, no. I'm no, hopping no, teams. No, no. no shot. I gave up on the Lions. Nope. We're down, what is it, 20 to 10. Uh, they were down. I, uh, I have to check the score here in just two seconds to see what that is. Uh, and I've given up on them. I'm with the Rams. No, but now not. seeing that you just have people partying in a pool at the game. That's right. I'm not with the Jags. 
20 to 13, that is. 49ers. Uh, your playoff pick. You said they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I did. 20 to 13, they are up on the Lions. Lions get a field goal uh, just moments ago. All right, so I want to get to the story here where all of a sudden you come out with the guys, you're ready to play some football, and Vontae Davis is one of your cornerbacks. If you're the Buffalo Bills, he's in the lineup. And second half, if you're a Bills fan, you're saying, where the heck is Vontae Davis? Well, he was done. He was just done. He had had enough. Linebacker Lorenzo Alexander shares his thoughts on what he was told at halftime. You've seen anything like that in your NFL Never career? have seen it ever. Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it, never seen it. And it's just completely disrespectful when to did, uh, his teammates. Did he say anything to you? Did, did, did he say anybody to He didn't say nothing to nobody. He left? When did yeah, you, you know as much as I know. I know I found out going in the second half of the game. Uh, coming out, said they said he's not coming out, he retired. So what? Yep, that's it. So who said um, that? Who said what? Who said he? Sean said that. Guys on the sideline. Yeah, side I mean, guys heard about it and said that he wasn't coming back out. Man, you played 15 years. You came in at halftime. You were on some bad teams, some good teams. You you know obviously went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons. I mean, you you've been through it all, Ephraim. Have you ever seen or heard of this? And how would you respond if you're like Lorenzo Alexander? By the way, are we sure that was Lorenzo Alexander or was that Chris Broussard? <laughs> because that sounded, that sounded exactly like, like Chris Roussard. But what would you do? I mean, how would you respond? And and really, I get it. During the game, you don't have time, right? You got a second half. We got to get back out there. More so, like, that's my guy I've been through the blood, sweat, and tears with. How would that text message or that call or that FaceTime or that meet me and let's go grab a beer, how would that go? You know how bad you have to be as a team <laughs> to make a player retire at halftime. <laughs> Think about that. You know how bad things have to be going as a team for a player to be like, yeah, I can't even help you guys. So I'm just going to go on with my life. All right. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. I'm just going to keep on living. And you got to remember, Vontae Davis was a healthy scratch in the season opener. Right? right. Although he was a starter in this game, he just he couldn't do it. He, he had come to terms with himself. And I've had a similar situation in terms of having a conversation with myself about when it's time to go. That one year I spent in Detroit in 2009, <laughs> I remember sitting in the locker room looking at myself and saying, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I really don't. And the one thing, and I felt bad for my guys in Detroit, like the Jeff Backuses and yeah. Dominic Rayolas, the guys who had been playing for uh, over a decade and never went to the playoffs. It never knew what it was felt like to have a winning season. Now, that's not the case for Vontae Davis, but once you've had a taste of how good the NFL can be and what it can afford you in terms of happiness – when you get on that losing train, it does something to you. You're not ready to deal with the dark part of the NFL, which is the no fanfare, the the, the you know not being celebrated for your efforts, and that, like that is a deep dark hole in terms of coming from a player's perspective. And Vontae Davis saw it. He was just like, I uh, you know, I, I value my sanity and my livelihood over. This couple million dollars that, that that they guarantee me, and I get I me personally, I wouldn't have quit at in a game. That's just something I wouldn't do and wouldn't teach my my sons to do. 
So if you start something, then you finish it. Uh, I was just lucky enough for the Lions to release me week 12 and let me go on with my life. I went back to Houston and then finished my last year in Houston. But, I mean, I, I just – after that season, if I would have stayed in Detroit, I would have probably been like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to go fishing. So it, it can be that bad where, you know, us laymen, you, you're making a bunch of money. You're having a good season. By the way, we got a couple of teams in the red zone. You got the Jags. Looks like it's going to be third and eight at about the six seventeen yard line of New England. And then a touchdown actually now for the Broncos as they score uh, again on the uh, – actually score for the first time on the Raiders there. The first one was overturned. We uh, went to commercial there. and uh, But first one was overturned, so they finally got their first touchdown now and awaiting the extra point to make it a 12-13 game if they can make the extra point, which are no longer given. I mean, right. especially today, my goodness. So it's 12-6. Um, and then, uh, again, right now, keeping you updated on this Jags game. Jag right now up 21-3 on the Patriots. Blake Bortles looking at another touchdown if he can here, scrambling, and uh, going to be able to get a first down and more and put that at about the seven-yard line of the Patriots. So it'll be first and goal from about the seven for the Jags. But that is crazy story, man. I mean, you're making great money. Uh, he had already been in the league. Ten years. Ten years. So maybe that has something to do with it as well. You know, he was like, I was able to run out ten years of this league. I've had enough. But that, one of the things that Lorenzo Alexander said was the teammate part of it. Like, okay, fine. It's rough. It, it's rough for us, too. It's rough for us. It's rough for fans. At least maybe finish the game and just say, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah, it's not in me. That's tough. Because to, to walk out, not say anything, and just pack your bags. But as you mentioned, Ephraim, that may be a testament to how bad it is in that not just the team, not just the coach, but the organization. Ooh, yeah, and, and, a then, and, there and but then you look nice around thing. and after work you gotta go home and you are in Buffalo. And I don't wanna knock Buffalo, but if you don't if you're not from Buffalo, you're not going to Buffalo. No, you're not going to Buffalo, that's for sure. Right? Buffalo, you can buy no. a, you can buy a whole city block in Buffalo for thirteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Don't don't disrespect the good people. I'm not. Of Buffalo I'm not right trying now. to disrespect the people of Buffalo, but what I'm saying is, if you come from Miami, where he started his career, and then you go to Indianapolis, and then you go to Buffalo, it's just like, at, after ten years, and the team is losing, maybe things aren't going the way you thought they would go, and then you go home, it's like, oh my god, it's, it 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 just it does something to you. I'm telling you. When I played in Detroit, and I don't want to knock your city, man. <laughs> what? Whose city? Yours. I have denounced. No. I have. I have no. renounced Detroit. You got a lion's tattoo on the side of your neck. I'm looking at right now. <laughs> but, but what? I got eight mile on the other side. But what I'm saying is, I lived up in. You know what Birmingham is, I right? Do lower, that's a, that's a nice city. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I used to get it. I had a nice loft too, top floor, all windows. It was just wonderful. It's beautiful. But I would get in the car and I would drive to work down in Deer Creek. Allen Park area. And Deer I'm Creek. just like, oh, my God. I'm looking at stuff. I mean, I left my house in Houston. I'm not going to lie. You were there at a bad, bad, bad oh, time. If you were there God. now, you'd feel a, maybe you'd feel the a bit differently. The city was under siege with recession. Like, it was whole neighborhoods boarded up. Yeah, you, it, you were in a bad, you were in a bad time. They filmed the remake of Red Dawn in downtown Detroit and they blew up a building in downtown Detroit. I was down there getting my hair cut. Someone from the production came by. I was like, hey, if you guys hear some explosions, don't worry about it. 
We're just we're filming a movie. We're blowing up a building a couple blocks over. There were tanks no, no, driving no, down the middle day. of the. Oh, where do you do that? But the economy was so bad that they were giving such great tax incentives and rebates for making movies that they were letting you blow up buildings in the middle of downtown. <laughs> All bad. Don't disrespect Detroit like that. I just, I'm just keeping right it real, man. All I'm just keeping it real. Hey, uh, it. You, you are keeping it real. And uh, credit the, the New England Patriots defense right there. That was a big, big-time stop. Look at uh, Now we get a fist pump. Looking like a Jersey Shore kid back there with that fist pump. Uh, that was a great stop for them. They uh, they uh, held the Jacks to only a field goal. Uh, and maybe Tom Brady can finally get something started. But don't forget, again, this Jaguar defense, this is what they do. They did it last season, and now they're doing it again right now against the Patriots. And uh, we'll keep you updated as well on the Raiders and the Broncos, also the 49ers and the Lions and the Rams. I don't even want to keep you updated on the Rams-Cardinals, okay? Just know it was a blowout. That's that's pretty much going to be my update there, unless something dramatic changes or, you know, uh, Jared Goff gets hurt or something because he did just get sacked there. We'll keep you updated. Alex Marvez is actually at that game. Jags, Pats, he's going to break it down what he's seeing right now. Uh, he's going to break it down next. Thanks for sticking with your boys. Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. Red Zone Radio, Fox Football Sunday, Ephraim Salam, myself, Kelvin Washington, by the way, Ephraim Salam on uh, social media, K-Dub Live for myself. Let's see if Tom Brady can actually, oh, try to throw about a 50-yard bomb there. 24-3, to Jags up on the Patriots, and unlike... The playoffs, the AFC Championship last year or any other year that they would have met up, you actually feel like the Jags can actually pull this thing off. And somebody who can help us break this down, Alex Marvez, who is there, and uh, help us understand what we're seeing right now. Is this uh, bad Patriots? Is this just the Jacksonville defense? Is this good? And Blake Bortles is really the GOAT, not Tom Brady? What's going on? I'm glad you mentioned that, and I am here at TIA Bank Stadium attending this game. And listen, Blake Bortles, it's about time people just stop saying, look, he's a bad quarterback. He is not a bad quarterback. In fact, he's becoming a, and has become a good quarterback. His decision-making has improved so much. He doesn't throw passes that he, that is going to put his team in a bad spot. He's got the ability to run the football. And look, I mean, Keelan Cole is so good that he got Eric Rowe, the Patriots cornerback, benched. They actually sat him down in the second quarter of this game after Keelan Cole was beating him. One-handed catch, then a touchdown catch. They went with Jason McCourty instead. I think this is a tough game in terms of the Patriots without, uh, you know, Julian Edelman. And the Jags defense is just so darn good that they're able to double-team Rob Gronkowski, and there's nobody else that can really get themselves open at this point. And the Patriots have never been a strong running team. Sony Michelle hasn't provided very much in his NFL debut today. Uh, James White has been invisible. I mean, look, let's give credit. Maybe there is a, a passing of the torch here, at least early in the season, about who has the power. And it appears to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Alex, tell us how hot about the weather out there. I know it's hot oh. and it's humid out there. Is that is that uh, having some effect on those Patriots that you can see? Well, it's actually the ninth layer of hell is where this game is being played. It looks like Jacksonville, but it actually is there. It is so warm. And, and it does. Listen, this is the hottest game that Tom Brady has ever played in by far, and it is very difficult to duplicate these types of conditions, uh, you know, in a practice. And, and the Jaguars were, remember this, I'm really glad you brought this up, nobody had a tougher training camp than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was here. They practice at 10.30 in the morning, and they don't even try to, you know, make it easy for players, do it at 8 in the morning before it's too hot. No, they do it at 10.30 in the morning, and they go for more than two and a half hours. They go as long as the CBA will let them go. They hit. They were the team that was in pass the longest. They went up, I believe it was about 11 straight practices with full pads. 
And the players are accustomed to it because for them it pays dividends. They believe in Doug Marone and that philosophy of old school type of training camp. And I think you're seeing it today with the Jacksonville team that is much better acclimated to the conditions than the Patriots. Hey, if you follow Alex Marvez on Twitter, then you got to see his press box view. He tweeted it out. Got some, uh, <laughs> you got some nice photos there, brother. Uh, let's talk about something I'm not seeing, and that would be a lot from Rod Gronkowski. As Jalen Ramsey's, you know, said he's all right, he's not that great, and and right now he seems to be a prophet. What's going on there with that matchup? Well, what's happening is they're sticking a corner on him, you know, at the line of scrimmage, but then, or, you know, or a defensive back anyway, and then they'll move a safety over and they're just shading Gronkowski and they're throwing different looks at Rob to knock him out of the game. And until Julian Edelman returns, they've got to find other ways to produce in the passing game. Now, you know, look, ESPN reported that, or maybe NFL Network, I can't keep track. The point is that someone reported that Kenny Britt is coming back to New England this upcoming week, recovered from a hamstring injury. If his workout goes well and he's healthy, he'll be resigned by the Pats, but Really, until Julian Edelman is back, this Patriots offense, I think, is really going to struggle to produce things in the passing game. Yeah, they're just not getting anything done. And, you know, looking at New England and their lack of weapons, is this the beginning of the end in terms of that? We know Tom Brady is, is, you know, in his 40s, and they just haven't done enough to put the proper pieces around him. Is this the beginning of the end for the Patriots? Uh, we could have had this conversation in 2014, right? And you may have asked me that question after they lost on Monday Night Football to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I could have been fooled into saying, yes, this is the end of the Patriots and things are all going to fall apart. We know this is a team that, as the season goes on, identifies what it does well and emphasizes it. And also, they understand they have a very good self-awareness of what they don't do well. They try to avoid those types of things. And, you know, they don't put defensive players usually in positions to do things where they really can't do them very well. You know, if it's a linebacker who's a little bit, you know, slow of foot, they're not going to try to put him in coverage against a running back coming out of the backfield. So I think it's a typical Patriot start where they're just trying to identify certain things about what this team is going to be, and they will adjust. See, they're one of the coaching staffs that it doesn't have to necessarily be the same system to win because the coaching staff is so good, led by Bill Belichick, that they can make adjustments and take advantage of their players' skills. But look, it's a big statement game for the Jaguars. This is this is the biggest regular season game they've had here in forever. I mean, I, you know, living in North Central Florida, I know it's what a big game it is, and I just, everyone had the circle on their calendar because Jags fans feel they were hosed last year with that Miles Jack call, and they were, should have been the team in Super Bowl Fifty Two. You know, uh, real quick, we had a touchdown, an update there. The 49ers just scored a touchdown, made the extra point kick, 27-13 over the Lions. Uh, is there a – right now, if you're looking at the Jags, what's maybe something another team and they're preparing and planning for them, maybe a flaw? Like, what is something you see that they need to work on still? Is it maybe getting more out of the running game, or is it just when Fournette comes back, they'll even be strong there? Well, how do, what does that say today, the fact that they were able to get by without him? You know, and right now, just having, you know, Corey Grant, who's had a nice game, you know, for himself, T.J. Yeldon, but they're able to get by and they're able to make plays in the passing game. Look, a Jags team, you got to run the football against them. And they're not a great running or run defensive team. And we saw that a little bit last week against the New York Giants when Saquon Barkley ended up, I think, about 100 yards rushing. If he didn't hit the triple-digit mark, he was real close. The Patriots aren't that type of team. They don't run the football like that. It's all Tom Brady and short passing. So I think you, you know, next week against Tennessee, I think, will be a real good indicator about this because you got Deion Lewis, you got Derrick Henry. They're a team that can actually pound the rock against them a little bit. Plus, look, is, what is Jacksonville's approach going to be next week? Are they going to be content after winning such a big game? 
game here, that there's a letdown the following week. I mean, we're seeing a bunch of letdown games, you know, from week one to week two of the, of the season. And look, not every team is true. You know, we don't see their true selves week one of the NFL season. In most cases, we don't see it in week two either. But we saw some teams that really looked impressive fall back to the pack today. The Washington Redskins most notably. But in the case of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think, it's, again, if their focus, if their veteran leadership is as good as they say it is, there's no reason why this team shouldn't keep rolling. I don't want to count New England out. We, they just got a turnover, <laughs> and it's a lot of time left. It's 548 left in the third quarter. We've been here before with yep. New England. Uh, you know, for the Jaguars, they just have to let Blake Bortles continue to play. Don't try to shackle him and, and, and try to conserve him and try not to lose the game. Uh, it's important, in my opinion, for them to keep being aggressive and, and keep letting him play. And you saw that at the end of the first half, you know, they were not content to just run clock over a field goal instead, go for the touchdown and end up scoring in that fashion. So, I mean, you know, again, that was something new that we saw that wasn't there last year with Doug Marone. And, and you know, he's always going to be second guest for the way he handled the final minute of that half. Letting, you know, basically just running out the clock. Patriots go back as they always seem to do, regroup at halftime and then came back to win that game. But, you know, the Blake Gordles thing is so interesting to me because the Jags made a huge mistake playing him as early as they did back after they drafted him in 2014. I mean, you know, he just simply wasn't ready. They thought he'd get valuable experience and instead he developed some bad habits along the way. They had to work with, you know, an outside quarterback's coach to try to get him straightened out right. But, you know, the one thing that he has done, team, people like him. He's been voted a team captain. People on this team really respect him. They respect how hard he works. They respect the fact that he never throws anyone under the bus whenever there's a problem with the offense. He never calls anyone out publicly. He'll work with them privately. I mean, so he has earned their trust. And, and listen, and, and give credit to the coaching staff, too, and to Dave Caldwell. He was really the general manager who drafted him. He was really the guy who went, you know, banged his shoe on the table, so to speak, and said, look, I don't think we should change quarterbacks. I think you got to see Blake Bortles develop as a passer. And they've done just that. And the guy's, the guy's living up to everything. Well, Alex, we appreciate you taking time. Uh, the next up is going to be the Titans for the Jags, and uh, we'll see what they can do there, man. But right now they look very strong. Again, up 24-3 to three on the Patriots with about four and a half minutes left in the third. Thanks, Alex, man. Enjoy the rest of the game. And, Thanks, and go Alex. get like a, an, a, a, an ice cream cone or something. Cool down down there, brother. Are you out there in that I'm pool? Gonna, Are you in the pool out there? Is that I where think you that uh, may have saw, Maybe that's the press box. I think I saw you yeah. in the pool out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm sticking on the press box, but I'm going to stick the ice cream cone in my head because I might keep it the coolest. Right. It is brutal outside, guys. Be good. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Alex. We appreciate it. I was nervous there for a second, especially for Will, because Tom Brady just ran, and that's never a good thing. Tom Brady just took off, although he didn't look, run for about 12 yards. Looked like he running on stilts. Yeah, he did. I was a little nervous. Nice pickup there, about a 25-yard pass for the Broncos, again, to Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, they're trying to make a comeback here, down 19-7. to to the Raiders, Derek Carr. We haven't really spent much time talking about him, and as Robert starts to smile, uh, <laughs> Derek Carr has looked very, very good today. This is kind of the Derek Carr we've expected the last couple of seasons. Obviously, injuries uh, have held him up a bit, but right now, I mean, he is uh, 22 of 23, 233 yards, a touchdown. Has only been sacked once, one incompletion right now for him. So uh, you can't ask for more. From him and Marshawn Lynch got a touchdown. He's got 43 yards on the ground for them, but they look really good against the the Broncos, who again initially were were playing some good defense against the Raiders, but that's not the case right now um, as they're up 19 to seven. Yeah, and you know when you look at the Broncos, Case Keenum is 12 for 21 with only 118 yard, uh, 118 yards, and going towards the end of the third quarter, once again we don't know who which Case Keenum it 
you know, we're going to get. We're going to get a 300-yard passer or are we going to get a 150-yard passer? And I think that's the problem that the Broncos have. As good a defense as they can be offensively with the weapons that they have, uh, you know, and Sanders and Thomas, and then you have, you know, Freeman and Booker and, and Lindsey at the running back position. We just don't know what we're going to get with Case Keenum. Yeah, John, uh, John Elway, he ain't coming down from the booth. You know, from the from the suite. No. So they're gonna have to find a way to to get a guy, unless they're gonna do kind of that same thing we've seen from other teams. Uh, well, even the Broncos, when Peyton Manning was just a guy at that point, he was no longer the great Peyton Manning, and they were able to win a, a Super Bowl. And we've seen where you had Brad Johnson, Rondé Barber joined us a moment ago with that Buccaneers team. They were able to win a Super Bowl. We obviously know uh, the Ravens did the same thing as well. So mm-hmm. we've seen teams that had middling to okay quarterbacks. Win Super Bowl, so maybe that's what the Broncos are banking on. This defense, if they can get a semblance of a running game, and then Case Keenum just don't hurt us. Just don't hurt us. Like, please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Case Keenum, <laughs> please don't hurt him. Maybe they'll have a chance. Uh, 27-13, the 49ers are smacking up the Lions. Matthew Stafford is going deep right now. Oh, uh, almost got him. But touchdown, Patriots. Hogan. Hogan gets a touchdown from Tom Brady. And uh, you were just saying, Alex, we look, go. If they, they make this extra point here and make it a 14-point game with a minute 42 in the third in an entire fourth quarter. Come on now. You never know. And that's why I was telling intern Will. I said, look, man, you shouldn't be too nervous. This is, you, you are a Patriot fan. See, that's the opposite between a Browns fan, a Lions fan, um, maybe even a Raider fan. Sorry, guys. I mean, is that you, your teams find ways to lose or not to come back. Right. And the Patriots are the opposite. And that's why everyone hates the Patriots. Yeah, that's why. And you you do too. You're, you're included. Will, in where where are you from? Are you from the New England area? Originally from Charlestown. Charlestown. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I got it. You okay. Get you a fist pump as well. <laughs> that's his thing. He gets good for a fist pump. Yeah, no one outside of of, of that area are Patriots fans. Yeah, uh, I don't think David is either. David, are you a Patriot fan? No, but oh. I do. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gronk. Big for, oh, oh, well, he and he's doing nothing right now. Jalen Ramsey locking him down. What's trending, Easy, brother? Man. He's going to walk into the Hall of Fame anyway. It's all good. One game ain't going to do anything. Wow. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame and, like, crush a beer and smash the can on his forehead. That's what I see it happening. Nothing wrong with that. As long as he shows up, of course, right? <laughs> uh, guys, yeah, you mentioned that game. Jacksonville is leading New England 24-10. to 10. There's a minute 42 to play in the third quarter. Meanwhile, in Denver, Broncos and Raiders going at it. Second down and nine. Play action. Carr looks right. Touchdown, Roberts. Checked into the game and scores the touchdown. Gruden sends the play in with him. And Seth Roberts strikes. That was after Denver had scored to get on the board. It was 12-7 until that TD. And right now, another play is under review for the Broncos. But they do trail right now at home to the Raiders, 19-7. Derek Carr, 22-23, 233 through the air. And then the one TD pass as well. Rams are clubbing the Cardinals, 27 to nothing. Todd Gurley, 73 total yards, but three scores in that one. And then the 49ers in Santa Clara leading the Lions by 14, 27-13. Earlier today, Minnesota and Green Bay played to a 29-29 draw. And the lowly Browns lost at New Orleans. They were up, then they were tied, and then Zane Gonzalez missed two field goals, two PATs. They lost to the Saints on the road, 21-18. to Fellas? Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, you're talking about Jimmy G. What, what a, a nice bounce-back game uh, for the 49ers. And so if they can win this game, go to 1-1, one and, one, and, and it kind of, you know, right the ship 
and and then you picked them to go to the postseason. Uh, so this this will be a nice game for them, a nice bounce back game. And then the Lions, if they lose this, go down to zero and two. And Matt Patricia will already be on a hot seat. Already two games in. Already. Already. And I have no problem with it. Well, actually, I don't care anymore. So I don't. I'm, I'm over it. Whatever. It, it, look, man. You can't keep half caring and have not caring. So the 49ers <laughs> get into the red zone about the 18-yard line of the Lions. Again, 27-13, they're up, and they have a chance to score here again. <laughs> Some team, I don't, I don't, I'm over it, man. I'm over it. That's You're not sure. over it, and, man. And, you know, we keep talking about this uh, this Rams blowout here of the Cardinals, but and they almost got a touchdown as well. Jared Goff overthrew. It looks like it was Robert Woods. But we, gotta, we can't take for granted what they're doing because you know this. And even if you played – High school sports, anybody who's played sports, you know sometimes you play down to your competition. That's true. And, and if you're the Rams and you're the hot team, you're doing well, everybody's picking you, getting pat on the back, you know, you beat the Raiders and John Gruden's debut, returning back to the league, and, and you're coming in, you're looking at the Cardinals who got mollywopped by the Redskins last week, and you're thinking to yourself, all right, yeah, you, there's a tendency to take have a mental lapse, to take plays off, to, uh, eh, eh, we'll get them, you know, if I, miss, if I miss a pass, if I miss a block, well, I'll get them on the next one. They're coming out and doing exactly what they're supposed to do, what championship contending teams do, and that is take advantage uh, of your mismatches, put points on the board, play good defense, and not make mistakes, and that's what they're doing. So, yes, we're calling it a blowout, but we don't want to take it for granted what they're doing. They haven't been good long enough to overlook anybody. It's a great point. You know what I mean? Like, they had success last year out of nowhere. I'm pretty much one of the few people who thought that they would make some noise uh, you got to remember, two years ago, Jerry Goff and Minnie's opinion were he was a bust. Yeah. Uh, so they know that every game is important and every game is a big game for them because they want to get to a certain level. And this is a perfect opportunity for them to continue to expand and, and go forward in the direction of them being eventual champions. Now, again, it's just the Cardinals, but. You can only play who's in front of you, which would make the Rams uh, two two and zero oh if they win this. Three hundred forty-two mm-hmm. yards, by the way, from Jared Goff. No touchdown, but three forty-two through the air. If they win this, they're up two and zero, oh, and and we're you know fourth quarter for most of these second half games, which means we will have seen most of the the second two games for teams. Are they the best team in the NFL right now? They're one of the best teams. They they really are. Um, depending on how this Jacksonville game. Uh, Shakes out, then we'll interception too. Uh, they just got an interception. The Rams did returning it. They're at the thirty. Uh, the Cardinals thirty. So nice interception there. Sam Shields, new acquisition for them. They got new acquisitions all over the place. That secondary, just at least by name on paper, is ridiculous. And and not only the secondary, but the front seven as well. And then you you look at the situation where, uh, you know, if if you really want to be the best team. Now, they made moves this offseason, and they didn't sit on their laurels and be like, hey, this is what we're going to do. But watching them against, you know, these Cardinals, at what point is it Josh Rosen time? Sam Hmm. Bradford's been in this game. He has 64 yards on 19 attempts. (laughs) At what point do we say, okay, the Sam Bradford experiment is not what we – I don't know if we should be calling it an experiment anymore. I think we know what Sam Bradford is. Like you're you're right. I mean, I'm, you're, I get your point. Like, let's get to them. Let's, yeah. Uh, like, okay, we we've seen what we need to see. Uh, obviously, it's it's not working. So you know, what do you do? And you know, just glancing back over at this Jacksonville, New England game, will uh, 
they New England has the ball back. Jacksonville went three and out. This is Uh-oh. this exactly. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Exactly. Look what's happening. Little screen pass to White, and he turns it up for about 25 yards, maybe a little bit more. We're still in the third quarter. And we're still in the third quarter. And they just showed a uh, graphic that showed the last, what was it, the last basically almost quarter of that AFC championship game. 14 to nothing. 14 to nothing, 150-something yards for Tom Brady, and pretty much nothing from Blake Bortles. And that's when, look, the GOAT is getting active right now. This is where we are. The GOAT, the GOAT by... Accolades. Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. Make sure we clarify that. All right. You are fake news. Anybody got any issues with that? Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback, best quarterback. If everybody's 22 years old, I'm about to get him for 10 years. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Got to get them ring. I need some hardware, man. I got to get that hardware. So you're telling me. Five Super Bowl championships is a lot to overlook. I'm not. Okay. First of all, it's time. That's the bottom line. No, I I agree. He's had one year where he had a real receiver. One year. It's Michael Jordan, LeBron, in a sense. That's it. And they went undefeated in the regular season the one year he had a good receiver. If you give me Aaron Rodgers at 22 and everybody else, I don't care, John Elway, Joe Montana, I'm I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. But if you take Tom Brady, I'm not mad at you at all. It's Tom Brady. Uh, but they're they're uh, getting ready to start the fourth quarter there, and we'll give you an update as soon as we have one. And a field goal added for the 49ers, now up 30-13 to on the Detroit Lions, who I'm telling you, man, it's going to be interesting Monday morning quarterbacking, right? Once you start getting in those newspapers, the sports shows in, uh, in, in Detroit, uh, they're going to be calling for Matt Patricia because it's one thing if you're losing, but something's going right. They're getting right. beat on every in every facet of the game. Special teams, uh, defensively, they're not scoring, and you have a quarterback that's you know got a whole bunch of money. At some point, you want something to show. And uh, right now, and it's not like I mean, this 49er team is not a great team. Maybe they're getting better, but they're not great. So Matt Patricia is going to have a lot to answer for after this game, and even moving forward, maybe just the Lions organization as a whole. Moving from Caldwell, an experienced guy, got to the playoffs a couple of times, nine and seven in the last two seasons, to the flashy name, to the flashy name because well, really the flashy name because it's flashy that he was under Bill Belichick, right? But none of his disciples have had this type of success that they are not. One would think no, they are definitely not Peter and Timothy and the disciples of no. Jesus. <laughs> They are not for sure. They do not go off and have some success. Uh, the Lions try to do something, but I, I, it looks like uh, this they game's going to definitely go to the 49ers. And the Rams you don't right- know that. Stop giving up on your team. Who, All what? right? I, you need to take honestly, the negativity out of be, your voice. It's about to be some smoke in this studio if you keep saying <laughs> your team. I, my team is about to score right now. They are on Kevin, the Cardinals' five-yard line. Kevin, where you, where you from? It's 27 to nothing. What do you mean? Where, it's not where you're from. Where you, where I just want to ask you a question. Where are you from? I'm from Michigan. What part? Ann Arbor, but I spent uh, many a year in Detroit. Oh, okay. Matter of Did fact, you, let wait, me drop let me, that. Let me I was in specifically Farmington Hills, oh, which is a suburb of Detroit. Okay, how about that? Here we go. My how, many, team, how many Lions games have you gone to? Like one. Come on now. Huh? Times maybe thirty. Uh, right. What is your point? As a young whippersnapper, did you wake up on Sunday morning and say go Rams? Yes. Put your jersey on and 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 head out to the old ballpark, huh? You and maybe your pappy, maybe have a hot dog or a nice ice cold beverage, and you sat there and you cheered on your Detroit Lions, huh? 
Do you want me to just does say, that sound, so, so what you're does telling that sound me, Ephraim, familiar to you? Ephraim, what you're telling me is you want me to be that couple that everybody knows that's in this horrible relationship, and we all know they should break up. We all know there's nothing good coming from it, yet they stay in it. That's what you want me to be? When you've been in a relationship. I don't like your voice you're talking to. For me. 40 years, there is no getting out of it. You're locked in. You know what? You are forever married. To your Detroit Lions. It's not I'm not listening to you. Hey, there's a surprise team from who is two and zero, uh, and quietly no one's talking about him, and including us. But we'll talk about him next, and we'll give you an update again right now as the Patriots are moving, trying to cut into this lead, twenty-four to ten. The Jags are up. We'll give you an update next as Fox Sports Radio. Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that. Uh oh. Will's been sitting for two hours. What is it? An hour and forty-eight minutes. All of a sudden, Patriots get an interception on Blake Bortles. And for the first time, Will is up pretty much smacking the TV with excitement, Ephraim. That's right! All of a sudden, he's all super excited. Great news other than that. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington with you on Fox Football Sunday. It's been a fun day so far. Uh, speaking of that game against 24-13, Jags up with 13 minutes left. They have the ball. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Patriots have the ball, and they're marching. Again, they just got an interception moments ago, and you start to get that feel. Tom Brady and the Patriots do what they do, and we talked about it before and even more so off-air, Ephraim. This is what champions do, and again, I know they didn't win last year, but they're a championship team. They know how to win, and what do we always say? They don't beat themselves. And I don't care what sport it is, even boxing. By the way, we got to get into that at some point here. Before the day wow. ends, we do have to get yeah, into that. Yeah, we do. But uh, they just find a way to win. They don't beat oh, themselves. Sack and they fumble. fumble the ball. Sack fumble recovered by Jacksonville. I think pay- Who has Jacksonville has it? Will. Wait, what happened to you, man? Oh, Dang. Hands in his head. Great sack there. Is that Miles Jack? Great sack by the Jags on the Patriots. They do come up with the recovery. That was a big play. Sack fumble. And what did I just say? Champions don't beat themselves. I lied. Champions <laughs> beat themselves. I lied about that. Hey, a couple of quick uh, teams I want to quickly talk about, man. Who uh, we don't. Nobody's really saying any, anything about them. But you look up. They're two and zero. And I'll start with the Miami Dolphins. I mean, nobody's really discussing Miami Dolphins. You didn't really have anything in mind. But they go and beat. The Jets, 20-12. to Ryan Tannehill didn't have an amazing game, but he got the job done. He goes for uh, 168 yards, a couple of touchdowns. And Sam Darnold didn't look horrible. There were some throws that he missed. He threw a couple of interceptions. But there are also some throws where you went again, like we talked about earlier with Josh Allen. You went, hey, then the future is bright with our team if you're a Jets fan. And uh, he goes for 334. But big game for the Dolphins as they are now 2 and 0. Yeah, so but you, you 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 know talking about Sam Darnold, you don't want him throwing the ball this early 41 times. That's a recipe for disaster. That's true. Whenever you put that type of pressure on a young quarterback, and we saw it a lot with Peyton Manning his rookie year. I mean, he led the league in interceptions because he was throwing the ball 35 40 times a game, uh, even though he had someone like Marshall Falk to hand off to. Now, Sam Darnold doesn't have that. But what we saw from the Jets last week was a balanced running and passing attack. Against and if the you, Lions. <laughs> it was against the Lions. Your Lions. And if you take that away from them, uh, then you you put your young quarterback in a position to where he makes a few mistakes. 
And hey, we've seen that. Hey, 34 nothing. Uh the Rams go ahead and and shut out the Cardinals. 34 nothing. That game is final. Uh and by the way, the Lions did score a touchdown while we were away on break. So the Lions have made it uh now a 30 to 20 game. The 49ers up in that one. You're lying. Say my Lions. No, absolutely. No, you're lying. Is what you're doing. <laughs> okay, that's what you're doing. Uh but again, the Dolphins, man, look. They're one of those teams that, you know, nobody's really going to talk about. And, and, again, it's early, so they're, they're 2-0, and and they beat the Jets. And, again, uh, you, by the way, are making me laugh. Doing kind of a pitch count. This is two weeks in a row. You've been, you've been like the, the, the passing count you know watcher why? here. You're, because, you you keep going. This day threw it 75. Ben Roethlisberger threw it 65 today. Uh, Sam Darnold threw it 41 times today. Why, why does that matter so much to you? Do you know the new NFL that we're in, Ephraim? Yeah, but you have to remember – I don't have a problem with Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball 60 times. It's Ben Roethlisberger. I do, in fact, have a problem with Sam Darnold throwing the ball 60 times, if that were ever to happen. Three things can happen when you pass the ball. Two of them are bad. Ooh, big hit. Uh, I had to cut you off there, man. Blake Borders, he got up a little woozy. Man, he just took – he was running for a first down, and uh, it was third down, so he wanted to get it, and he went heads up and try to run a Patriots linebacker over. And I don't know who got the worst of it, but uh, that was a hard – you don't want your quarterback doing that for sure. Watch this play, man. Watch this Yeah, you definitely don't want them taking these type of hits. I understand uh, the defender did leave with the helmet, though. So I'm actually shocked. I mean, he looks to be okay, but I'm shocked they didn't, you know, kind of stop it and pull him out. No, he's good. He's good. They're getting ready to go for it. Fourth and one. I like this, by the way, going for it. Put, I know it, it put says your you're footballs up. on the line. That's like exactly that. right. I like that. You're up 11, 947 left. I like this, man. You get this first down, you go down here, maybe get a field goal. Obviously, you're going for a touchdown. But either way, even if you just get a first down, take more time off the clock. I like that, man. Because Don't be scared. Exactly. I always have to tell teams this, man, especially teams that are up. Scared money don't make no money. If you're up, stop being scary and stop. And that's one thing I got to give – Bill Belichick, he's done it for years, and it's cost him before. In fact, it was the year uh, that the Colts ended up going to the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning because they went for it in the fourth and one, and they didn't get it. But, look, man, Bill Belichick goes for it. He gambles. He has confidence in his team. And so I, I love when teams do that. What do you What do you, you see? You don't get excited that the Lions look like they return a punt. Why are you excited about that? Because you also see the yellow thing that it's called a flag. Hey, man, why are you so negative, man? <laughs> Maybe it fell out of the uh, referee's pocket. <laughs> it happens. Sometimes it falls out. I love your optimism. Fourth and one. Jags at least looking like they're going for it. Oh, is there a false start? Yes, it is. Illegal shift. Illegal shift. Illegal shift offense. J- Jag- Jags out here jagging. Punt the ball. Now, yeah, now. now you got to punt it. All bad. And now you get you know, again. You, you you save more time for Tom Brady to go and do what he does. Uh, so the Jags are going to punt there. Uh, but a lot of different things again that have happened this this uh, first half of the games, and that is kicking, and kicking led to another tie in the NFL. We'll talk about it next. Fox Sports Radio. All right, Case Keenum making a game of it for the Broncos as a uh, quarterback draws right into the end zone. And now you got a game, man. What is it? Nineteen sixteen, Raiders up. Robert, I haven't heard from you in about ten minutes, man. You all right in there? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Oh, they they oh, are he reviewing said that it. with confidence. He did say it with confidence. I'm good. Exactly. No, nah, fam, I'm good. But usually, when you say it with that much confidence, you're actually nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. Okay, I, pre- <laughs> and I appreciate your honesty. 
I do appreciate that, man. Will, how you doing in there? You doing all right? Bro, we just got to see how this plays out. I mean, TB12. That's all That's all I got to say. We wow. got to see how you it know plays what? out. Got to get the run game going. We'll be all right. He's <laughs> earned the right, Tom Brady, the Patriots, for people to feel that way. Right? Absolutely. You know, they've earned the right where you can say, well, look, we still got Tom Brady. We're in it. And all of us who, you know, maybe you're not a Patriot fan, you got to go, you're right. But like this other situation, four minutes left, 49ers are up on the Lions, 30-20 Lions are at the 49ers 30. You know it's over. Yep. You, you didn't say anything. Because <laughs> you're trying to still have some hope for the people I'm, I'm who are the, Lions fans. No, it's over. You are a Lions fan, man. man I told I'm you, trying to have hope for you. You got one more. You got one more. It's going to be some furniture. Some microphones moving something in Why the studio. Why would you want to be violent, Come man? Come into you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. By the way, man, we haven't uh, heard from the people today as well, man. We've had a lot of uh, guests joining the show. We appreciated that. Ephraim Salam, hit him up on Twitter, K-Dub Live for me, K-D-U-B-B-L-I-V-E. And if you want to hit us up on the phone lines, that's 877-996-6369. It's 877-99 on Fox. Feel free to give us a call. Um, you said earlier, for those just joining the show, you said kickers are not a part of the team. No. <laughs> so disrespectful. Yet you were with the uh, the Falcons in the Super Bowl against the Broncos. And if for some reason that game came down to a field goal, and your kicker had probably one of the Anderson brothers, I would imagine, at that point. Uh, first off, the NFC Championship game was won by the greatest kicker to ever kick in the NFL, Hall of Famer Morton Anderson. Exactly. All right. So when you become that level. Also, again, you're cherry picking the moments when they're part picking. of the team. I'm not cherry picking. What I'm saying is Gary Anderson, who was the Vikings kicker, hadn't missed in two years, and he was considered the best kicker in the league. Well, our Anderson, which was Morton Anderson, disagreed. <laughs> we He made his kick. Gary missed his. Right? Morton Anderson was 137 years old when that happened. He went on to play 15 more years after that event. <laughs> Right now, Morton Anderson is 246 years old, got enshrined into the Hall of Fame. When you can do that, then you're part of the team. Okay. So he's, so he's part of Morton Anderson is part of the team. Morton Anderson is part of the team. I would imagine then that Zane Gonzalez, the kicker for the Cleveland Browns, is not a part of the Browns. He will team. be selling insurance or furniture door to door. Shortly. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. He's only 23. He was a seventh-round pick last year for Cleveland. And uh, you're probably right about that. If you had a chance to watch the He will the be game, fired today. Yeah. Today, when they, they, he'll be fired. It, it was all bad for him today. He missed a couple of kicks that would have won the game. Uh, he missed extra points. That uh, touchdown for the Lions, by the way, trying to make a game of this. 26-30. to uh, 30. They're down right now, the 49ers. Matt Patricia looking like, please save my job. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. There was waiting on the extra point kick. But going back, speaking of kicking, going One back job. to Gonzalez. One job, and that was to make at least make the extra points because then we, they would have been up 19-18 to 18 on the Saints. And then again, now the Saints came down and they did kick a field goal. But you never know what could have happened. Oh, wow. Jag score touchdown. Jag wires Diddy Westbrook from Blake Bortles. Blake. Blake going crazy. The Jag. I want to be in the pool right now in Jacksonville. Blake Bigfoot Balls Bortles. 61-yard reception for D.D. Westbrook. Touchdown there. And now the game is uh, 30-13. to 13. Jags up. 
Will. What, did, did he fall out of yeah, the team? Yeah, he did fall out. Oh, there he goes. I see. He it. did fall All right. out. He's done. But you know what? Again, it's just one game. But I, hey, but this goes, this is a bigger, This is if, if they hold on and they win this game, and this is a big moment for the Jags. Because it is. You revenge a loss uh, from last year that, you, you know, you felt like, man, we should have had the Patriots. You didn't. And we know sometimes, especially in the NFL, it doesn't. It's not year over year. You know, just because you were good last year doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to be. Yeah. It doesn't translate and doesn't mean you're going to be good uh, the next year. So, for the Jags to come in, be one and zero, play the Patriots, get a chance to avenge last year' loss, and then if they win this game, be two and zero, and then Blake Bortles to kind of have an interception but come back, bounce back, and score this touchdown with D.D. Westbrook. That's a big moment for the Jags, man, and they got to feel good moving forward. And Ephraim, they did this without Leonard Fournette. Yes, they did. Goodness gracious, when you start letting the team you know, fill themselves, and this was a big game for them, right? This was a, this was circled early on on the calendar for the Jacksonville Jaguars because you want to play against the best so you can see how you stack up. Obviously, they're stacking up 30-13 to 13 right now. It's very impressive. Blake Bortles has 350 yards passing and four touchdowns. Tom Brady has not cracked 170 in passing. That's a testament to that. Jacksonville defense that was one of the top two defenses in the league. They haven't missed a beat. And it's just extremely impressive right now what they're able to do to this New England team. And I tell you again, playing in this type of weather, in this type of climate, Tom Brady has only won one game when the temperatures have been extremely hot in his career. It makes a difference. Trust me. I've been there. And Jacksonville, like Alex said earlier, last hour they had one of the toughest training camps. There was no trying to get away from the sun. They had practice at 1030, full pads, two and a half hours. They're built tough, old school tough. The Jacksonville Jaguars are old school tough, and they're playing. They will wear on you, and in the fourth quarter, especially when they're at home, they're going to take advantage of your tired, weary body. That was a big – he got some uh, D.D. Westbrook on that. That was about a 10-yard cross pattern that he catches, and all of a sudden, man, he gets some great blocking downfield uh, that would enable him to score. And another close game we have our eye on right now is the uh, – and that's why, again, Robert's been quiet. 1917, Raiders are up two on the Broncos. Uh, the Raiders have the ball right now. They're on their own 36. We'll keep an eye on that game and let you know what's going on there. So we've got a couple of close games right now in the second half, just like we did in the first one. Uh, right now, again, you have the Lions making a comeback as the 49ers lead it 30-27, to 235 left there, and uh, the 49ers have the ball. And then again, 19-17, the Raiders are up on the Broncos, and they have the ball as well. And we'll keep you updated on what's going on with those. But going back to kickers costing games, we ended up getting a tie as well uh, with the Vikings and the Packers earlier. 29-29 tie. job. One job. And – Aaron Rodgers was left with 31 seconds to do it, to do what he does. He does it. He gets Crosby in position to kick a game-winning field goal, 52-yarder. He misses it. You blew it. He blew it. One job, as you say. They go to overtime. The Vikings had a chance, their kicker, to uh, go up three. He misses it. Packers go down three and out. They go back and forth a little bit. Vikings end up with a chance to kick a field goal to win, and I think it was like a 37-yarder, pretty much nothing, nothing hard. You say, okay, we feel good about that. And they, they let the clock go down to four seconds. So it was an either we're going to win it or we're going to tie it. He misses it, Ephraim. He missed. And now you have a tie. All of his 
field goals. All of his field goals. So a bad situation there for uh, the Vikings. There's going to be a lot of insurance salesmen. But is this there though? Week. Is there really? I mean, yeah. who's out? It's not like it's not like who's guess, out there to replace him. Guess who's sitting by the phone right now with one the, person, oh. Bailey. He's sitting just like he knows. He, he's going to have his pick of where he wants to go. His rate just doubled. Oh, you his got rate. Hey, I was going to charge y'all one year. Crack you know, open one the books, baby. Yeah, you're going to have to crack it open. He's Dan def- Bailey will be on a team next week. Dan Bailey, definitely. That, that's for sure. Uh, you can guarantee that. Uh, Patriots trying to continue to make a game of this. You got under six minutes left in that game. They are marching right now. Tom Brady can do it. Tom Brady. He, he can do it. But down 18 right now, 31-13 to the Jags, and only uh, less than six minutes left. That's going to be difficult. Um, can do it, though, still, as the, the Broncos still have a chance if they can get a stop and get the ball as the Raiders are still holding to the, on to that two-point lead. It's second and six there, um, and under four minutes. you got 347 left in that game. Can See, the Raiders hold off the Denver Broncos? Completion, but it looks like it's about a yard short. short. So it'll be third 31. and one. This is a big stop. For the Broncos, if they're able to get that. Oh, interception! Lions to the house? No, and there's a flag, too. He tackled it about the seven-yard line. I don't know what the flag is. First off, so away let, the let, flag. Let, first off, oh, I can't first stand off, but, let, no, go to, I can't. let me <laughs> let me bring I attention I can't to the octave of your voice when the Detroit, your Detroit Lions just picked. You spent the, the last two hours and... 40 minutes talking about how much you giving up on Detroit and it's no longer your team. And yeah, that was when they just picked the ball off, you screamed. I wish we could play that back. First of all, you, oh my God, there's a interception. There was an element of just, you know, maybe I wanted to be a play by play man back in the day. So maybe that came out. That's all that was. It, it, It was no bias in that. Excitement! That oh my God! <laughs> it was intercepted. <laughs> uh, what, there was a defensive holding though <sighs> on that, so uh, no interception for the Lions. Boo-hoo. They've been penalized Bad very story. lion-like for 105 yards, and so the 49ers keep the ball. First and ten for the 49ers. At it looks like they're uh, on about 40 yard, 45 yard line. Going back to this Broncos and Raiders to see what's going on there. Is it a first down catch? Just missed it. Watching the replay there. First down on the field under review. Is that that catch that we saw a moment ago? Because if that now that clearly wasn't a no, first down. No, that's not a first down at all. That's not a that's not a first down. He looks like he's about a half yard short, but it's under review. Yeah, that's the one you and I said was third and one. I, I thought yep. that was clear as day. We have better eyes. Well, maybe not quite a full one. Yeah, maybe it looks like maybe a half yard. Mm, mm, but the call mm. on the field is a first down. Detroit and the way it. the refs have been calling these games lately, what you and I see as an obvious third and about a half a yard, right? probably going to come back and say, stand, watch. And we'll stand packed right here and uh, give you what the call was when we come back and also give you an update as the Patriots are trying to score. And it looks like they may score right here. Hogan, touchdown Patriots. Here we go. No, I don't think we're going to go. But what? here we do go. It is a touchdown. We'll uh, give you the scores when we come back. And if you uh, want to know how your fantasy players have done, we got the Fantasy Tracker, Fantasy Ticker next. Stick with your boys, Fox Sports Radio. Blake, look Ooh. at Blake Bortles. 
Blake. All his life he had to fight, Ephraim, and the Lions as well. Matthew Stafford just throws a 60-yard bomb to nobody, but it looks like there may have been a flag on the play. The Lions have the ball, and they are trying to come back. They're down three, 51 seconds left for them. And then we just talked about Blake Bortles. He runs for a first down. He's thrown. He just threw a 30-yard pass. Where is he at right now? Two, 372. 372. Man, I'm telling you, man, the Jags Four are not playing scared. I love what I'm seeing out of them. Uh, right now, of course, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Ephraim Salam, Kelvin Washington, Fox Football Sunday. It's uh, it's a couple of close games right now, so we'll, we'll, maybe we'll get to fantasy in just a second in case something happens here. Again, the Lions, they are on their own 22-yard line. Stafford dropping back, throws about a 10-yard out, first down Golden Tate. Uh, Case Keenum getting ready to go out there for the Broncos, who are down two with under two minutes left as well. So uh, we, it's a lot going on, and you got to give credit to the Jags because they're not playing scared. They're yeah, not, not playing traditionally. We're up 11. Let's just hand the ball off. They're throwing 60-yard bombs. <laughs> bombs. I mean, Blake Bortles running for first downs. I mean, it is crazy. And, and you know what? And, and I want to say something. I've been hypercritical of Blake Bortles, uh, especially last year. We had two games where I think he almost – he passed – well, he had more rushing yards than he had passing yards mm. uh, in that playoff game uh, against Buffalo, I believe. He had 87 passing yards and 89 rushing yards. I just, I just couldn't respect that. But watching him this season, watching him this game in particular, his ability to just be like, I'm doing. And, and shout out to to the head coach giving him the opportunity to just go out there and play. We saw them hamper him last AFC championship game, and they wanted to be conservative, and they got puckered up a little bit, and they lost that game. Not so much in this case. He's thrown the ball 44 times. That's 372 yards, four touchdowns, only one pick. They've literally put the game on his shoulders without Leonard Fournette. He's also had four rushes for 26 yards, and I'm I'm really impressed with the way Blake Bortles has commanded this offense. And there, I, you, there, I said it. You said it. You said it. And, I, and I'll even add one other thing. You pretty much hit the nail on the head. But he – remember he threw that interception at a very costly moment where the Patriots come down and score, and you get the feeling like, oh, he's going to tighten up, mm-hmm. and, and this is how they do it. Comes back, throws a 60-yard touchdown again. Most of that was D.D. Westbrook running. But, uh, but still, my point is he's made some big plays even on this drive. I mean, they're not just handing the ball off. Just to run out the clock, he's throwing again, throwing a 30-something yard pass, and you got to give him credit for staying in there even when he threw that interception earlier that you kind of thought this is the demise. This is when the downfall happens. This is when the Patriots go ahead and Patriot it up and find a way to win. Uh, an update on that Lions game right now, they are reviewing what looked as if it was a catch. They've caught it incomplete, but they're reviewing it right now to see which would have been about a uh, 12-yard completion, maybe 15-yard completion. So, uh, it's, uh, again, under review. We'll give you an update on that. Case Keenum, who has not had a great game thus far, who is uh, just 15-27, 157 yards, been sacked once, thrown an interception. Well, it doesn't matter right now because he's got the ball. He's got eight career game-winning drives in the fourth quarter of overtime. Uh, he did it last week against Seattle, trying to do it again. After all that, you know, all the, 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 the couldn't score and they weren't doing anything, look, they got the ball at their own 20. They got a minute 58 to win this game. And we'll see what they're able to do right now as he's dropping back. Trying not to get sacked, and it looks like he's about to. I don't know if they called that was just an incompletion or a fumble. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but what, what there is what, a hold on that play though. What quarterbacks have to realize is when you start rolling out, 
and trying to escape under pressure. You can't stop. If you slow down or stop and try to get your arm back to throw, that's a disaster. And it was almost a, a, a fumble, but right now it looks like it's just a hold, which will set them back some. And the Lions, remember, they uh, they ended up calling that an incomplete. Oh! They caught it an incompletion. They go on third and two. Theo Riddick, which should have been about a 10-yard reception, pretty much by himself, he drops it. So now it's fourth and two. They have uh, no timeouts, and they are at about their own, say, 35-yard line. You seem disappointed. No, I seem like I'm calling it as I see it, okay? Okay. You act as if my team won today. In fact, there is Ndamukong Zoo on the Fox station there talking about the win for the Rams. It's not your team. What do you mean that's not my team? Jacksonville at the two-minute warning. It's third down and two with 145 left. Third down and three, 145 left in the game. Up on the Jags, 31 to uh, uh, 31 to 20 over New England. It looks like uh, yeah, it's over. Will, is it over or do we still have a shot? Well, I was actually talking about the Lions game. The Lions, the, the, the 49ers look like they're going to get this victory. No one's talking about it. We're talking about don't just interrupt my game with your, with your game. Will, is it over? Listen, guys, you know, I'm a completely logical and, uh, you know, progressive Patriots fan. So I will say uh, great outing by the Jags. I do think it's over. Uh, but with that being said, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Thank you. <laughs> Listening to him, I feel like all of a sudden I'm watching the town. Yeah. The movie with the town. Like, like, all of a sudden, like, I was watching The Town. I was watching Departed. I was watching. Departed. I was watching Departed. I was watching. What else, man? I was watching The Fighter. In The Fighter from there, too. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Any other You like apples? Do we leave anything out? How you like them apples? Matthew Stafford and the Lions lose. 49ers get their win. Jimmy G uh, does just enough to get the three point victory. It doesn't matter. He did enough. He did do enough. And now Matt Patricia drops. The, uh, at least the hat was forward this week. Yeah, the hat was forward. You got shaved. Maybe that that's beard. why they played better. Shave that beard. Get that. Get rid of that beard. Thirty to twenty-seven, they get the victory. Now they're one and one. And you had them pick going to the playoffs. Obviously, getting this victory is very, very helpful. Yeah, it is. Once again, Blake Bortles first back to down, pass. First big down. first down. That's going to do it for the Jacks. And it was, mind you, it was with the pass. It was a pass. It was an easy pass. It was pretty much a screen. A quick drop off to the there running no back. There's no such thing as easy passes. But however, they threw it, man. They threw it. They didn't run it. And I, I, I like the way the Jags finished this game. I applaud them. I and you, applaud and you them. wanted is, the Patriots is... to, to definitely lose. Ooh, almost interception there uh, from Case Keenum. Second and ten for Case Keenum, and the Broncos, who are down two, fifty-four seconds left. Uh, well, that's pretty much the only game now that's still going that matters. I mean, because at this point, the, the Victory formation. Victory, the best formation. Will there be a fight here? You think, you know, we got about one more. No, that's it, actually. That'll do it. It's over. Jacksonville Jaguars have beat the Patriots. The Patriots. And they beat them. Week two. They beat them handedly. Handedly. Yeah. They beat it handedly. Start to finish. Yeah. Although New England made a a surge in the fourth quarter. And they should. They're New England. Right. Case Keenum right now trying to get his team in it again. He's running. He got tackled and you know, looked like he almost had a nerve to want to fumble. They're just past midfield, maybe the 48-yard line of the uh, the Raiders. Again, remember, 1917, no timeouts for the Broncos. It's uh, third and three. They got about, say, eight yards to get in field goal range. How about this? Rob Gronkowski, two receptions, 15 yards. And I cannot wait to hear from Jalen Ramsey. 
First down, down. great pickup for the Broncos. Broncos. Keenum to the tight end, and uh, they're still in this thing. They got 22 seconds left. They're only down two, but the way today has been going. Kickers. I'm throwing a bomb to the end zone because kickers ain't it Don't today. Don't put it in their hands. I'm not putting it in a kicker's hand. It looks like they're going to have to, but, man, if you had your way, you would not want to do that because kickers have had an awful day today. One job. Look at John Gruden, Chucky, imploring his team on. We can do it. We can do it. Show him I'm worth $100 million. $100 million for a coach? That's, oh, you oh, got to catch that. Who's that, Demarius Thomas? Yes. Oh, you see him trying to limp? Like, oh, nah, I'm hurt. No, nah, don't limp, Demarius. You got to catch that, man. That was that was about on, 12 on the money the right button. in the – Oh, it was behind It was behind me. You still got to catch that. If it touches your hands – he would have been able to get catch. out of bounds as well. It's about a tw- would have been a twelve yard pickup. Instead, it's four seconds off the clock. You got eighteen seconds left. Again, Raiders up two. Broncos trying to get in field goal position. McManus looking nervous because he saw the other kickers today, all his homeboys, and he's not. He's like, oh no, shoot! You notice nobody's over there talking to the kickers. Well, it's, like, it's almost like a pitcher and, and a no hitter. You just kind of leave them alone. Yeah, but this is not a no hitter. This is hey, you have to make this kick. You better you hit to it. Do your job. <laughs> all right. Pass to uh, get out of bounds. Get out of bounds. You get a minute. Hey, back to go to the end zone at this point. Great, great pickup for the Broncos. About a twenty-five yard pickup. That was a brilliant heads up play. Him, that was him taking those ex- that extra yards to yeah, make as it opposed that to just going much out of easier. He comes in on the end slant, stops, and then I don't know what the DB was doing. And gets a he was running past everybody. Really, that was just some great running by him. Gets it at the, about the, what, 16-yard line now? 16-yard line. Kick the field Kick. goal <sighs> right now. You think this is a given. <sighs> Here we but go. given, look, look, given we've been the things we've, we've seen today. We've been talking bad about kickers all day. Now we're live Here we go. on air on one of these If he moments. makes this, is he a part of the team? Ephraim, you said they're not a part of the team. If he makes this, is Of is course, Brandon because McManus he did his job. A, okay. That's it. Field goal. Deep. Did he miss? It? Oh he my! It. it was as close as could be. He made it. He, he almost made it though. That thing. He almost missed it. He, he wanted to. I told that. you. Been thinking about all his colleagues today, his peers. He almost missed that. Big, man. big, big drive. Hey, for Case Keenum and the Broncos. John Gruden, knowing that that one billboard in Vegas that has his face on it might get uh, spray painted <laughs> tonight. Six <laughs> seconds left. Probably enough time Ooh, for one play for that the, thing. The, just barely it, it squeaked did. through there. If they were about four yards back, he might have missed those that. extra yards. Those that extra were just yards, up. exactly. And that pickup, big big win for the Broncos. As they're if they pull this thing out, they go to they would go to two and zero. Oh. Still got, uh, I believe, about six, six seconds left. left on the clock. We'll so. take those six seconds. If anything happens in those six seconds, we'll let you know. But we'll throw it right now to David Gascon. What's trending? Yeah, I can uh, certainly probably help out with that too. So uh, yeah, Broncos right now with the advantage, twenty to nineteen. Six seconds to play in this ball game. The Raiders lose. They'll go to zero and two on the season. 49ers did close out the Lions. It's thirty to twenty-seven. Was the final. Matthew Stafford on the day did have 347 yards passing and three TDs. Ball game is now final in Jacksonville. Jaguars beat the Patriots 31 to 20. Blake Bortles on the day 377 yards passing and four TDs. Didi Westbrook on the day four grabs for 83 yards and also a score. Rams shut out the Cardinals 34 to nothing. Todd Gurley three TDs, 73 total yards in the game. Brandon Cooks, seven receptions for 159 in that contest. And about an hour from now, you get the Cowboys and the Giants from Jerry's World. 
Earlier on today, Falcons beat the Panthers by seven. Packers and Vikings played to a 29-29 draw. We had ties in consecutive weeks here in the National Football League. Chargers beat the Bills 31-20 during that ball game. Vontae Davis, the quarterback for the Bills, retired at the half. <laughs> Went into the locker room, changed him to street clothes, and said, peace out, I am gone, and he is now done. Saints, they come from behind to beat the Browns 21-18. Zane Gonzalez, the place kicker for Cleveland, missed two field goals, two PATs. The second field goal he missed was long range, but it was a game-tying field goal that was a buck short. Gentlemen, back to you. Thank you, David. Uh, six seconds left in this game again. Broncos have finally taken the lead, 20-19. to Remember, they weren't playing pretty badly all day. The offense couldn't do anything, and the Raiders were uh, having their way, but they couldn't get you know, that, uh, that lead big enough, Ephraim, where they would be out of hands for the Broncos. But right now, six seconds left. De- Derek Carr, uh, what is that, their own 25-yard line. Yep. What do you do here, a little hook and lateral? No, nah, you just got to try to throw it up and get a penalty. No, nah, I told you you're going to do the hook. They throw about a seven-yard pass. He got throw. He's got to throw it backwards to some. Why would he, he run, just runs why would out, he of run out of bounds? Why would he run out of bounds? There's no, not much you can do there. Okay, run right. out of bounds is the better option. I mean, the the better option was to try to throw it up and get a uh, pass, pass interference? interference. They rarely really. give you a pass interference. Mm, you got to make it egregious, right? You got to throw it in the situation. Have, you got to underthrow it and have the receiver try to fight back to the ball. So that sounded easier than just pitching it back and trying. Yes, at least? yes. Did you never see the the Music City Miracle? What I saw is your Detroit Lions. See, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is why it's going to be our last day doing this. Talking about Motor City. I can't take it right. You know, speaking of which, man, so that game's final, 2019. Case Keenum balled out. Blake Bortles got a victory. He and the Jags over the Patriots. How well did he do? Let's do the fantasy ticker right now. Time for the Fox Sports Fantasy Ticker. All right, speaking of Blake Bortles, man, check it out. Empty backfield on third and three from the four-yard line with 14 seconds to play. Portals gets a snap, drops the throw, looking left, fires to the left corner of the end zone. There's Austin Safarian Jenkins caught in the corner of the end zone for the touchdown. Portals to Safarian Jenkins. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Blake Bortles balled out. Hey, and, man, and, and I'm, I'm you- proud of him, and uh, I take back almost all the things in, uh, in the negative tone that I've ever said about him. Almost, yeah, you need almost to. everything. Well, it, it is still a little early. He still has time this season to go ahead and kind of Blake it up, if, if you know what I mean. But, <laughs> I mean, you look at what he's able to do. If you had him, you had it yourself a, uh, a nice day from Blake Bortles, man. He was able to throw you almost 400 yards. And the best thing about when I was watching, we were watching this game again is the fact that they had confidence in him. They didn't want to keep the ball out of his hands. He goes for 377, four touchdowns, only one interception, wasn't sacked at all, even had some yards on the ground, 35 yards for you as well. So congrats to Blake Bortles and the Jags. Uh, let's keep it moving. And, and uh, to the dismay of, of Robert and everybody over there, let's get to uh, Derek Carr. Second down and nine. Play action. Carr looks right. Touchdown, Roberts. Checked into the game and scores the touchdown. Gruden sends the play in with him. And Seth Roberts strikes. Hey, yeah. he, he played well. That's he, when it was all good. He played well, 275 yards, one touchdown. Uh, they just couldn't hold off the Broncos. You know, uh, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe the altitude later in the second half got to him. It's t- difficult to play up there uh, in that altitude. Could you really feel it? When oh, you, were- you definitely feel it. Third and fourth quarter, it feels like your lungs are on fire, literally. My two years playing in Denver, all we did in the offseason was run. We ran and ran and ran. So during the season, 
when you get tired in your body, you can't take in oxygen. So you never fully recover and, and, and get your strength and your win back. And it was evident. We saw the Oakland Raiders struggle, only scoring seven points in the second half, and they just wore down. Mm. Uh, and again, you man, they started off hot and they, they had a nice lead, but they couldn't hold on to it. Broncos get the win 2019. Not really not because of Derek Carr. He plays solid. Let's he go did. to Matt Breida. The 49ers have a first down at their 34. Garoppolo under center, and he will turn and feed Breida again, this time to the right. Breida breaks past the line, 40. Breida cuts back middle, 50. Running across the field to the 40. Down the near side, 30. Playing Garcon for a block, 20. Breida, 10. Breida cuts back, and he's gone. Touchdown, 49ers. 138 yards and a touchdown rushing and only did it and uh, he only needed 11 carries to do that. He had a 66-yard long run there. And then also even in the passing game gets you 21 yards. So a big game for him. And it seems like, hey, whoever, if you're playing fantasy, whoever the line's going up against, you might want to look at their running back (laughs) receivers. You might want to do that. Hey, man, don't be self-deprecating, okay? Did you see the Jets last week? Yeah, I did. Did you see the 49ers and Matt Breida this week? Man. A lot of questions Matt Patricia has to answer. One Can't. of them is, will you go hatless for week three? <laughs> you went backwards, you went forward. What's the, Is he going to go like 1991 and go sideways? You gotta go, a little Will you Smith go, on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? You got to go beardless. Cut that beard off. You got to slow down. Let's, it, it, it's, let's crawl before we walk. Okay. I don't think he – he might give you a goatee. He's not cutting it all the way off. All right. He might give you some thick sideburns, some chop, pork chops or something. I don't think he's going to cut it all the way off. And uh, lastly, speaking of that same game, we're on the other side to the losing quarterback, Matthew Stafford. How do you do? Three receivers to the right side. Matthew's got it. Matthew looks left. He's got a man wide open in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Michael Roberts hauls it in. It wasn't uh, It wasn't bad for Matthew Stafford. 347, three touchdowns. It wasn't his fault. Only sacked a couple of times. So you really can't get mad at him. It was more on the defensive side of the ball. No, you can't get mad at him, but they still lost. You know, they, they still, they, 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 they still the, lost. But on the fantasy side, he did his thing. Yeah, and we got one more. Let's uh, go to that Todd Gurley and see what Todd did today. Gurley sets up behind Goff under center. They'll feed 30. Todd Gurley finds his way in for a third time today. Touchdown, L.A. It's 25 nothing in the third. Mm, Todd Gurley, baby. Look, he didn't, he didn't necessarily have a, a dynamic game rushing, only 19 carries, 42 yards, but he did have three touchdowns, three very important touchdowns when it comes to fantasy. How would you do in your fantasy team today? Uh, I told you I, I officially, officially retired, retired for, for, from 14 years straight of fantasy. I had won both leagues last year. I, I, I was just I'm done for a while. I think it's because I got the kid and I got another one in a month, and I know what it takes to be into it and to win. As you know, I've been a commissioner all oh, these years. Oh wow! Look you at know, you. So I needed a year or two, a year off to, to to compose myself. I will be back, but that was a big game for Todd Gurley. Three touchdowns, um, and then he didn't go Vontae Davis on us, who just walked out on his team. We'll talk about that in just a moment. He didn't do that, but he did just kind of say, oh, "I'm good." I'm feeling a little, uh, my hamstrings tightening up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let me bit. go and sit down Let me go bit. ahead and sit down, a.k.a. I've done my job, put somebody else in. Yeah. But how'd you do? How'd your fantasy? First of all, we need to help us figure out what kind of league he's in. I, I, where hey, look, man, I'm in the player, Yahoo League. Each player can score. Ben, Okay, watch this. Ben Roethlisberger got you how many points? Ben Roethlisberger today got me 123 points. What league are you in 
where you can get that many points. That should be your team total right he there. passed for 452 yards and three touchdowns. Most leagues, even with that, that would be like, oh, Ben got me 40 today. I'm not in, I'm 140. Yahoo, baby. I don't hey look, hey, I'm just I, I was just in Yahoo last year. I don't know what kind of league you're in, Brandon man. Brandon Cooks got me 34 Who's your commissioner? Points. Are they 12 years old? Emmanuel You're Sanders, playing with a nephew. You're playing one of your nephews. I'm convinced you're playing one of your nephews. Aguilar, 30 points. Alvin Kamara, 23 points. I got a good team, man. Jimmy Graham finally showed up, 21 points. I'm, I ain't look. Are you misplacing the decimal? Nah. Is he getting you like 13.7 points? Or All I know is I won today 286 to 197. Robert, how'd you do? I still got Ezekiel Elliott tonight, but I'm already winning, so it's good. You are, the uh, as in they're, they're done, whoever you're playing? Yeah, they're all done. Okay. I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott, man, something, something seems off. It's not just him, but something that, that right. Cowboys team. Yeah, something, something not right. Something doesn't seem right about my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my, my fault. Uh, but I, we just we just keeping it real with the people, bro. Yeah, I was just, just, you know, we're just keeping it real. The fact that they don't have anybody to throw the ball to is going to make it tough for Zeke. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, Sorry. but you had Collins of the Giants say, you know, we're going to put the ball in Dak's hands, and we feel good about that. And, and Dak said, and he accepted the challenge. He accepted the challenge. So we'll see what's going to happen. We'll, Bo. T- we'll we'll get you ready for that game tonight, and also get you ready for uh, I give you the update on Vontae Davis again. If you're just joining the show, just listening, he retired. So we think, and we'll time. explain it next. Fox Sports Radio. See, this is what we are arguing about here. Jay-Z was able to give you lyrics and bars, but still give you a song. And I was just simply asking you and Robert, why is that so difficult for Eminem? It's not. We've seen him do it before. On this album, he was just uh, really aggressive Very no, to and, his naysayers. And, and this was his best album in year. I'm not knocking that. But it's difficult for him to give you bars and a song the last 10 years. Not that he didn't do it in the first half of his career. You disagree? Very much so. Tell me, explain why. Why it's difficult for him to give you bars and a song? Yeah, saying like this is a good song and it has lyrics, not just lyrics. Sometimes he'll give you just, ooh, that was, ooh, the way he said that was clever, but it wasn't a good song. And that's been his struggle the last Well, because he's years. a battle rapper by nature. Well, then that's a credit to people, to me, like a Jay-Z, where I can give you lyrics and this is still a good song that you will hear on the radio, you hear in M- the club. M has put out. He has. I, he, I you might you weren't in the conversation. I was saying that's been the struggle for him the last the last decade. Not necessarily the last album. Yeah, revival. Yeah, I can't think of his last song that was that was a good well, song. This whole album, not afraid. This whole Kamikaze album okay. is, is raw it business. Was okay, it was okay. It was okay. All right. Uh, quickly, Avantes Davis. Uh, who just went ahead and retired <laughs> during halftime. You think he's going to get some Gatorade. You know, he's going to get his clothes and retire. Uh, that was actually crazy. A defensive back for the Bills. He went ahead and actually put out a statement that it was just time. He didn't have what it took for him to continue to be a player. And so, uh, I guess there's that. His teammates weren't happy. He kind of quit on the teammates. Um, very disappointed from his teammates. Uh, you you said you, you, you kind of can understand that a bit. I can understand when you're in the, you've been in the league a long time and you get to a situation where you just don't feel like you have it mentally, you know, it, it more than physically. Uh, me personally, I would have never quit it at halftime during the game. That's something you do. You finish out the game with your guys. And that's something, you know, you do after the game. You come in Monday, you say, hey, look, 
appreciate the opportunity to be here. I just don't have it anymore. And people can respect that. People can respect it. But when you're in the middle of a task, like I was always taught, if you start something, you finish it. And you're in the middle of a game, you just can't go in at halftime, take a shower, and then get in the car and leave. He probably didn't even stop back where at his apartment or condo where he was staying. <laughs> he just was just gone. I'm just going to drive back to anywhere. I, I think I think he's going to look back in, in, you know, whether it be a month, whether it be this coming summer, and I think he's going to regret how he ended it. Yeah, probably. Because I, maybe the idea of ending it, if that's how he feels, that's how he felt. Can't argue that. Mm-hmm. But the how he ended it, and as you mentioned, you know, you want to end, end things on the right way. If you're leaving a place, leaving a job, doesn't matter. You want to end it on a good note. You want to end it the best possible way. And I don't think that was it because he's going to, you know, one of the things I always hear from guys like yourself, you know, guys who played in whatever particular sport is always saying kind of the camaraderie, the friendship, the brotherhood. And so kind of walking out on those guys, I do think that's going to kind of burden him a bit. I think he'll get over it. He's, you know, made his money and he played in the NFL. It's, it's amazing how. Tough team. Oh my God, we got to talk about. Uh, Look at that outfit, Ryan, Ryan Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic is the man. If, I want. If, I, if I just, you guys haven't seen what his post game <laughs> outfit was, I retweeted it. So just go to you know at E from Salam or just look up you know hashtag Ryan Fitzpatch Fitzmagic and look at his outfit. You gotta love this guy. I, I swear to you, I thought that was Conor McGregor. It, it yeah, did look I, like I Conor McGregor. I thought that was like he's a, living his best life. A longer bearded Conor McGregor. He ain't going back and forth with Jameis Winston. Did you see the he's fight last night? Life. I did. We got a matter of fact. We maybe let's end it on that. Um, I had it seven five triple G. Me as well. I oh I did overreact when I tweeted last night. I said he's been robbed twice. The more I think about last night's fight wasn't a robbery. I could. It's, I don't agree a good that he fight. won. It was, it was a really a good, good fight. fight that was very close. There was rounds where it was like, ah, it's kind of close. I could see it going either way. So I won't say he was robbed, but I do think that here's the issue. We talked about this a bit yesterday, uh, Robert and I, Steve, Steve Hartman. He had to knock him out. Yes. He's not the sexier star. He's older. He's not with Golden Boy. And I don't think he had, he doesn't have, you know, I just don't think he has that it factor that they wanted him to be the star. So in order for him to be successful, he had to either beat the bloody hell out of him, or knock him out. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a, a, a very aggressive and tactful fight. Uh, I love Canelo's body shots, but the fact that Triple G continued to get stronger as the fight went on. Now, after the fight, Absolutely. you look at Triple G's face. He got touched up a, a bit. He did. But I, I believe Triple G did enough to win, or I could have seen it going into a draw if, again. If, it if, was yes. it was that close of a fight. I would not have been mad. I thought Triple G won or a draw at worst, and I still would have been like, uh, but okay. That was a draw, not the first fight. Yeah, right. What so, the heck was that? Who knows what's going to happen. Uh, they probably fight again. That's the only marquee fight people want to see. Although Floyd Mayweather said he's coming back and fighting in December. Do we have a gonna, snooze button? He's going to Z's? He's going to fight. I don't he, want to. Do you want to watch gonna that? He's going to fight Pacquiao in in December. No, I don't want to watch it, but we will watch it. You know how <laughs> you it goes. You probably just said it the best you, way. No one, no you one wants prob- to see that, but we will see it. Come on, man, we will see it in the in the producer studio. Are you guys interested in a Pacquiao Mayweather again? Are you guys going to watch? Are that? you paying for it? If so, is that what it comes down to? If somebody says, if hey, I can come go to the somewhere, else, somewhere I was paying for it, I'll, I'll go watch it. 
I'm not paying for it. Well, we got to watch it because we're going to have to talk about it. So that's just that's just the way it you is. You really think Mayweather's going to come out and jeopardize it? His- he said it. Oh, wow. He said it. No, he, he said, said it. He, 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 he already was like, that's that's free money. Said, wow. Free well, money. But that's why you know he's going to do it. That, see, the fact, to your point, that he knows he's coming back shows me he knows it's an easy win, which then makes it, why are we watching it? There's hey, no man. point. There's no point. Either way, man, enjoy the games uh, Sunday night, football, Monday night. We'll be right back next week. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.